Hello everyone and welcome to the Lightbringers Guild Wars 2 podcast. Today is episode 47, where we check out the episodes of Guild Wars 2 story, where we pick the Order of Tyria and meet potential apple sellers. I hope you are well today. Thank you for joining us on this podcast with co-hosts Rookery and Four Nax. Welcome, guests. Wow. Okay. So, so many thoughts immediately off the bat. One, Boots isn't here to interrupt you. And Jebra, you actually nailed it, despite the slower pace. Just absolutely flawless. Now, also, though, are you a robot? Have you been replaced <laughs> by Robo Jebro? Robo bro. Those are my two main Robo. thoughts. Robo. 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 I don't know. I'm like leaning towards the psilocybin that we were talking about before. <laughs> Have you just like dropped a couple before we started? Is that what's happened? Oh, that makes a lot more sense, yeah. actually. Mm. That makes a lot more sense. Jebot. Yeah. Jebot. Yes. Jebot. Jebot. Robo. Yeah, <laughs> Robo works. I like that, mm-hmm. actually, for a new character name. I do. Yeah, I thought, like, I, I thought I'm trying to take my time with talking more. And I'm trying to, mm. I'm training a lot of my clients to do so, so they can actually learn to to bring some calm into their speech, so that mm-hmm. they do that generally in life. And uh, I found it useful for myself, and it helps me to focus more. And also, um, it helps my reading as well. Even though I'm slow mm. AF, I'm trying not to swear. Um, <laughs> I'm just trying to be cool. Not just saying AF rather than actual word. Um, mm. So there's there's also that as well. <sighs> We have Rookery and we also have Fornax. Fornax, tell us what you do, where you do it. Hey, I'm Fornax. I'm the Crichton Herald. I make Guild Wars 2 content and content about jousting genitals on my channel. Check out the latest video. And that's what I do. Hi. The game? The game? Fornax? Jousting genitals. Yes, yes, the game. Okay. Oh, that was in like take part in like on a weekly basis it's just right. like you know oh, there's just the penises everywhere video. but it's bedlam yeah no <laughs> was that terrible really it was it it was the terranil because it's from freeline oh, and yes. one of their other games is jousting genitals thank it really? you it's, it's all couple and, circle mm-hmm. yeah <sighs> and and may i say that i will be forever haunted by where they put the toothbrush so you will you make of that what you will okay hi I'm very happy to be here. Fornax, that might have been one of the best sells for a video I have ever heard. Just dropping the line, you'll be so surprised about where they put the t- like the toothbrush. I immediately want to ditch this podcast and go watch that video. Just immediately. <laughs> okay, so... T- Don't to do that, though, if you're mood, watching this. I had to pixelate all the penises. So you can't see where it puts the toothbrush. But oh my god. Wait, what? Oh no, okay, you gotta stop no. now because I'm gonna. Yeah, no question. Gonna be, Instantly demonetized. Yeah. Carry on. Yeah, I love that Jebro. <laughs> carry is on. Just You're the like... one introducing stupid yourself. <laughs> I love that Jebro avoids saying the words that AF are abbreviated to because Jeb's like, I'm trying to keep it appropriate. And then Jeb's like, Fornax, would you like to do your intro? And Fornax is like, I made a video about genitals. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I, uh, the whole, my error was like introducing Fornax. <laughs> that was when I knew, that, and that was new, when I knew I'd <laughs> So 
great. What the hell happened there? Is that your new? What is that new emote you've got? What is happening? Oh my god! What the hell? There's other things. It's fine. Carry on. Jesus Christ! That's good. Also, what is happening to your tea? It's like bubbling and there's like smoke coming out of it and stuff. It's warm. It's warm tea. And and my computer is now got buttons and flashes and things. I, I I've had a fun week. Uh, it really has been fun. Like it's a mini volcano. Okay. I just have to show you this one, and then you can you, rock. Oh, you can God. go watch this. I'm sure. Yeah. Ba-ding! Oh. Look at that. That's pretty cool. I like That's it. Cool. Right, you um, are getting yeah. fancy, aren't you? Oh my God! I'm so yeah. I'm, I'm such a posh girl. Reading yeah. really geeks oh, like nice literally thing. losing it in chat. <laughs> the librarian herself researching. come for the alien pawn stay for the British woman yes the sarcastic British woman that's something mm-hmm. you don't know I expect that- a new Fornax channel that's mm-hmm. entire content is just alien porn related so I'll look forward to playing Mass Effect with you very soon thank you <laughs> thank you oh, it's been a while someone got the reference I'm just so happy okay carry on amazing oh Okay. Did you introduce your channel? Because I'm not sure if you did. I think you just said your name, and that was it. Sorry, the Crichton Herald on YouTube. And you were doing YouTube. a video about genitals, and, 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 and that was it. Look, it's there. It's, there's the words. The words are there. Yeah, but they can't see it if they're them. only listening. Oh, well, okay. That's fine. <laughs> the Crichton Herald. You can figure it out, guys. Dot it's com? fine. It's a, with oh. a Y. Yeah, it's Y. <laughs> Rook, please save me. Rook's yeah, turn. Rook is also here. <laughs> Hello, I'm going to do the most squeakiest, cleanest intro ever. I hope you're all ready for it. Golly gee, hi everybody. (laughs) Great to see you. I hope you're doing well and that you're taking care of yourselves, you sweet, sweet little pickles. So, (laughs) if you're curious about where you can find me on the internet and my good Christian Minecraft content, (laughs) you can find (laughs) Christian (laughs) Minecraft, wow. That's Christian <laughs> Minecraft? I'm surprised you haven't heard that joke, Jebro. It's I like mean, a Christian, medium. like, Christian, like, gaming joke. Is it Christian, Christian Minecraft server? Is it Christian That's... Minecraft? I can't, I can't remember. Yeah. It's a funny gaming joke in the gaming community, Jebro, because <laughs> we all love memes here. So, if you want it... <laughs> If you want to witness my totally squeaky clean, completely appropriate um, oh content, mostly about Final Fantasy XIV and Guild Wars 2, check it out over on twitch.tv Rookery. That's spelled R-O-O-K-U-R-I, everyone. And also on YouTube, which is the same. And also on Twitter, but it's Rookery underscore. Don't let that underscore get ya. The end. You're fired. You're fired. You're just fired. You're gone. You're done. Last stream. Last, last one. We need to get, we need to get Rook like deleted from the artwork. I'm sorry. And what, we wow. need, to, we need to fill the space with someone. Who should we get? Who should we get? We'll just get me again. I'll just, I'll just Is make two like of a, me. A Nova Scotian <laughs> accent. Was that like Nova Scotia? I, it was a little like Minnesotan. I can't oh, do it very good. I'm not yeah, from Minnesota, so don't, I'm so sorry. That sounded like you were from like what was that movie that was also made into a show? And they're in it snowy. And wow, well, we're gonna be here for a really long time guessing this one, Jebro. So, F. it begins with an F. 
Someone get in chat. Go on. Fargo. Fargo, Fargo. yes! Oh, yeah, first! Yes. That, that accent. The lady from that. She sounded like exactly. the lady from that. that. Very good. Hi, I'm the lady from Fargo. So if you I like want how to you insulted my description and Harold gets it like first, first literal I know. guess. That was amazing. Harold, you should have kept him on the line for longer. Sorry. Jeez. Uh, no, I but I, you know, look, I look, Jebro, I tried. I tried to clean this podcast up with my intro. I have been feeling bad about how dirty, filthy, nasty we've made this podcast how spicy we've made this podcast so i was just trying to clean it up but if you're gonna kick me off the podcast for being squeaky clean and wholesome then i guess i'll only be filthy nasty from here on out so were you anything but my friend were you anything if you want to see genital jousting come over to my channel as well <laughs> that's not on twitch though because that's tos right there that's uh, mm. only on only knees and also kick. <laughs> don't go, don't go there. It's a bad place. Um, <laughs> it's a very bad, very bad place. Um, okay, so we've only been here for like half an hour, um, and already things have gone down the drain. Um, Kroof and Boots send their apologies. There are, there we uh, murdered off. them. They're actually genital jousting other people <laughs> in the championships yep. of Wales. They've made an entire weekend of it. Like, <laughs> oh, goodness, have... we're expecting postcards. Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah, God. I'm really looking forward to the postcards and all the mm. pictures and selfies they're taking during it. So, yeah. so they're yeah. over there doing that. Um, yeah, we'll definitely find out where the toothbrush went. Yeah, <laughs> definitely, definitely. Yeah, Kruf will definitely tell, tell us that, that's for sure. Um, Somebody save the podcast, please. <laughs> you should definitely follow Kruf's Instagram, though, because that is always a ride. Um, <laughs> that's for sure. Um, right, we're doing story. Level 30 story. Um, even though uh, someone is level 47 right now. Uh, Who could it possibly be? Hmm? Mm. No idea. What? We're choosing. I keep calling it faction. Because I guess I keep thinking like faction we're going to join because of like New World, maybe. But we're picking mm. our order today. Um, yeah. We're relying on. Uh, I, I don't really remember it a lot. Other than <laughs> this, actually, I do. I remember a lot of the um, Tibble stuff, and mm. I guess we can. Maybe we do go back to thinking today, but we're gonna we're gonna play through it anyway. So it will be mm. we'll be quiet during the video and the audio sections. If you are watching live um, on Twitch, thank you very much for joining us. The camera's there this time, so I moved it. Um, I hope you are having a fantastic week. Um, also, it's Counselor Awareness Month. It's therapist awareness month, so therapists, fellow professionals, hello, you're doing good work. Keep doing it. And also I am. You are <laughs> That's the Deborah. first time you I've are... ever said that. <laughs> I should up myself. Big up myself. Um <clears throat> but yeah, it, so there is that as well. Um on the podcast is also on anchor.fm slash Jebrauni, as well as Lightbringers Podcast, such up on Spotify, Google, uh, iTunes, all the things. So we're going to play through and you're going to watch us. If you're not able to watch, check it out on YouTube or Twitch. If you want to go watch the VOD, uh, otherwise we're jumping into this first instance. And it's called We're Meeting Cave in the Grove, apparently. Yay. And last week we played Ascalonian Cat Games, which was very fun. 
It was very good. It was really blessed. Mm -hmm. I had somebody come in this week that was asking, it was a new player, and was saying, when should I do the dungeons? And which dungeons should I then, like, which exploratory wings should I try to do or delay a bit at level 80? And because we had just gone in, as our little baby group, I could confidently say, I was like, Ascalonian Catacombs, you're gonna get it. You can do it when you get the mail. Just maybe look for a little group. But honestly, we went in like 30, level 30 characters in the story mode, totally accessible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> not one of us was over level 30. One. No, no, not a one, not no. a one. Not a single yeah. one. Mm. Mm. <laughs> okay. Gonna be going I've leveled a... too many times. I can't apologize. Wait. I just I've leveled like 17 million characters. So no. we've got we've got we've <laughs> got audio again. okay for shouting at us or waving at us. Here we go. Some video. Valiant, the pale tree summons you. Is there a problem? It sounds like there's a commotion in the Omphalos chamber. Those are the emissaries of the three orders of Tyria. There is a situation. The orders of Tyria. Who are they? And what's going on? The Orders are organized groups that work against the Elder Dragons. The Vigil, the Derman Priory, and the Order of Whispers. Zaitan's might is growing. Its undead minions rise on the beaches of Kryta and the Tarnished Coast. Why are the emissaries arguing? What am I walking into? To the north, Overlake Haven is in danger of being overrun. The Lion Guard are outmatched by risen troops. We Silvari realize that all life is intertwined. If Zaitan threatens one race, he threatens us all. Then why are the Orders arguing? Why don't they just do something about it? We think alike, you and I. Let us speak with the Mother Tree. Uh-oh. There'd be trouble uh -oh. if that... Oh, what's happening? Oh. scene of the Amphalos Chamber. <laughs> Munition golem. You want to fight the Elder Dragons with toys I and dollies? I love... Better oh, than sorry. throwing away Silvari lives on a direct assault. No one's throwing... Oh, balls! There's <laughs> <laughs> cutscenes up, cutscenes up, cutscenes up in Valiant. here! Today, you take the next steps on the journey of your wild hunt. Zaitan's forces are gathering at Overlake Haven. The Orders wish to defend the location, but their plans differ. I know we said Valiant. we couldn't fully trust Mom. I name you to be my hero in this matter. The Grove can only back one of these plans. May your dream guide your decision. I am honored, Mother Tree. I will do my best. My name is Branthen. I represent the Vigil. We can have a platoon arrayed at Overlake Haven immediately. Our soldiers can handle this situation. In the Vigil, we prefer to fight our enemies head on. The best way to protect the Haven is to provide military force. You're asking to risk countless lives. Herald, the Dermond Priory proposes a far safer course of action. My name is Eoworth. The Priory wants to utilize experimental munitions golems to destroy the undead. We'll have no soldiers on the field at all. Completely untested munitions golems. You're the one risking lives. What if your golems fail? And you, Emissary? You've been quiet through the whole argument. I'm Kai, and I represent the Order of Whispers. I brought this situation to the Pale Tree's attention, but I'll leave the frontline fighting to the others. Very well. Give me a moment to think this over, and then I'll decide. Hmm. Mm. Mm. 
I like experiments oh. as a ninja now, but I'm a thief. So... All I was going to say before the cutscenes on cutscenes on cutscenes yes. was that I love that you've named your Sylvan Hound Noodle for next because I <laughs> named my ranger pet Noodle Boy. Oh <laughs> my god. That's what my dog, that's what I call my dog. He's called Isaac, but we call him Noodle all the time. That's what we call him. Cute. So. All the noodles. Changing name. All right, back to the orders, I guess. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Not as important to me as how cute Noodle is, uh, but. So are we, are we doing Derm and Prari, I guess, or, or I guess that's one choice. Is there, which one is like a good, I'm not sure I remember what the experimental munitions golems were. I'd hate to spoil surprise, but they're exceptional. Mine laying explosive repercussion. Just need a field yeah. test or free. That sounds like it could I mean, be fun. It depends whether you want to play your character and help with the assault on the ground, or whether you want to jump into a bot and mess around in a bot. That's, that is your choice, yeah. Ooh. This is, I mean, this isn't for mm. picking the, the last one anyway, so this one doesn't matter. But like, which one's more no. lorey, story-y? I don't think the evil one's gonna matter, is it? It's much of a muchness. It really is. It's much of a muchness. Chat, what do you think? Want munition, experimental golems, or just boring fighting? <laughs> what do you reckon? How about hmm. you, two? Do, you, do either of you two have an opinion on this? I really like how you've already set this up in a biased manner. Jebro, do you want to oh. do experimental golems or boring fighting? Do you want to <laughs> do the worst, most boringest, really just kind of like suffering every second sort of option? Or do you want to get in a beautiful, gorgeous, sparkling golem made by the power of science and technology? It smells like a new car, obviously. It smells like a new car. Mm. Mm, it's a tough choice. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like I've picked both over the course of replays, but I don't remember, remember maybe as well. Maybe, I don't know. I don't remember as much about the Gollum one. So if that's really speaking to you, Jebro, then I say go Gollums. Otherwise, <laughs> I'm happy to keep practicing my Revenant. Mm. Okay. I mean, Onyx? I think that we'll be. Um, I don't think we get robots. I, I, I feel like we'll be walking. No new car smell for us. <laughs> no one in chat said anything. <coughs> I'm gonna go Gollum screw it. <laughs> Does the boss have a toothbrush compartment? Oh my oh, god. Excellent choice. Trust me. I guess we'll find out. We're gonna find out, yes. Enjoy playing with your little toys, Eorworth. If it goes badly, the vigil. I have corrupted the chat. So I was kind of <laughs> my excited. My mission is to see... complete. <laughs> oh my God. Yes, and that's been the, the case for a long time, my friend. <laughs> oh, your shoulder pads, nice. I'm not putting them on because I'll have to redo all my wardrobe and stuff. Not doing that. Okay, we must go to. Fashion on fleek. Oh, bramble walls. Oh, it's uh, that. The fleek is on, as they say. I don't know. I'm pretty sure that's not what they say. Okay, we've actually got to travel a little bit. You can port to Traveling in my MMORPG? I don't know. I'd rather just stay in one room the whole time. <laughs> this MMORPG where you actually get into a VR headset <laughs> in the game. 
Yeah, one of the things that I like least about Guild Wars 2 is how big and diverse and interesting the world is. Yeah. I personally find that off-putting and would prefer that it was less good and much smaller. Less so. <laughs> good. Yeah, I would prefer my games to be awful and terrible as well. Yeah, true. Um, and not on a PC or a game system. Actually, I prefer um, Noughts and Crosses to Guild Wars 2. Actually, I mean, I mean, we're all MMO right? players, so we should be all playing spreadsheets online and optimizing the whole Eve shirt balls out of everything. We should. Oh, that's Eve. true. Oh, okay. That's true. Is it Eve? Yeah. What other game? What other game could ever be referred to as spreadsheets online? Yeah, that's true. Eve is the great one, the greatest <laughs> one, the ultimate. Mm-hmm. Eve was pretty. Eve was good, and then I was like, oh man, this is. This is gonna be my life, though. <laughs> I'm not. I mean, I'm not dissing Eve, but like, man, you you need to have patience for that. I need some action, not for joy. One of my weird favorite things. Just one. Is, yeah, I've got. Well, look, I've got a lot of weird favorite things, but this is just okay, one of one them. Okay. One of many is to listen to recountings of things that happened in EVE Online, but never play the game myself. Mm. I really, really love hearing people talk about the epic struggles and these massive interplanetary, intergalactic trade conflicts and wars and piracy runs, because the actual recapping of the events is phenomenal and so cool. But I personally would never, ever have the patience to learn and devote myself to the game the way that hardcore players do. So but I really love hearing about you it. You need to have a goal to make an EVE Online stream, clearly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, not one, but like a one a Ooh. month or something. <laughs> Look at your face. You're like, I don't even want to have that for like some kind of wild goal. <laughs> it's like, mm-hmm. I'm not sure I can do that. <laughs> I'm okay, I think. Persuader <laughs> <laughs> community. I would try. I would try it once if I didn't. I don't actually don't know the revenue model for Eve. I don't know if it's, it's buy to play or it's oh, free. it's just totally straight up free. Yeah. Then I, I would try it if somebody. Yeah, yeah. If there was a group that said, you know, hey, we're veterans and we would we want to take you through something. Oh no, you should learn it on your own. You should learn it a hundred percent on your own. Why are you like this, Jebro? Because <laughs> I like to see chaos. That's true. I can see that. That's fair. I got turned around and I went the wrong way. <laughs> and it's now okay. I'm coming to the map where you both are. It's okay. I think mm-hmm. you have to be in the map so you can port to us though. I can't remember. Yeah. Pax and chat saying Pax yeah, and go. readers saying that they would play with me. Well I'd play if you if you were gonna play. <laughs> Did you follow someone else? <laughs> Oh yeah, that happens actually. I follow. Masaga, I'm not gonna say that there was a commander tag on the map, and I immediately turned around <laughs> and started following right. it. But that is what happened. Yeah, that is correct. Look what we're looking at right now as well. Ooh, the walls, the walls mm-hmm. of awesomeness. That's where we need to go. That's where we need to go. That's where I'm yes, hoping yes, we yes. go soon. I need more Tengu content in my mm. life for all time. Do- Dominion of Four Winds. I mean, we got that little the Dragon Response mission with the phenomenal little character, the uh, the Scout. What's her name? For next, I'm sure maybe you'll remember. Uh, Matilda. Oh God, no. Matilda. Oh God, no. <laughs> Matilda's a good I really, It was definitely Frank. Not Matilda. Frank. Frank. I loved. I loved Frank. I thought she was so great. 
and I thought her voice acting was very charming, and I was hoping we get to see her as a, a character in the future. Yeah, but it was a complete noodle tease, wasn't it? It was. It was just. It was just. <laughs> yeah. Come on, come on! Everyone has got freezing testicles about about <laughs> getting um the to play them. The tango. No, they want to play dwarfs more. Just... Dwarfs. You want to play? No. Look, we've all got our kinks, hun. Fine. <laughs> we all, we oh, all have things that we love deeply, so Jeffro. Okay. I mean, hello. Yeah. You play Dragon Age Inquisition. Dwarfs are amazing. They are amazing. Would you amazing. want to play a stone dwarf, though? Would you be happy to be stone? Or would you have to be fleshy? I got the, um, I got the, uh, what is it? The infusion. I, I, I got that. I was, I really got that very quickly. <laughs> like, I got that very quickly. It looks really so, good. So you don't oh, yeah. need dwarves as a playable race in the game because you've got that. So I've got you're a good Surat. To go. I mean, I could look, if I could have a tonic that turned me into Ogden and I could wear armor, I'd be happy. Mm. It's fair. What savings? It's fair. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love that song. Oh, I need to listen to it. Okay. All right. We're going in. Okay. Let's As do this. As the actor said to the someone. <laughs> what? I don't know where that was going. I <laughs> know. <laughs> Anyway, important golem business here. Listen to the fancy English accent. Ready to proceed? Be sure to observe all safety protocols as soon as I make them up. Ah, that was funny. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say the only fancy English yeah. accent was mine. What are you talking about? <laughs> Glad to see you, Harold. I like this. Here we stand, safe and sound, above Overlake Haven, while the undead march on the field. We're outnumbered twenty to one. You sound cheerful despite the hopeless odds. Are the golems ready? I'd say the odds are in our favor, actually. It doesn't take a thousand soldiers to win a battle. It just takes one very smart researcher. Priory explorers do a great deal of uh, research into abandoned <laughs> laboratories, ancient ruins, tomb crawling, dungeon running. Ah, oh, that's the good life. Yes, yes, Keck, that would be quite enough. You see, Kecht found the original schema for these munitions golems. He's very excited to see them in action. As am I. Is everything ready to go? Those undead are getting a little too close for comfort. Ah, yes, sorry. <laughs> Allow me to explain. These golems were originally created for subterranean expansion. They enter a tiny tunnel and then explode, creating a widened area. Kecht and I fitted these models with deployable landmines. We piled them remotely, right into the massed undead below. Sounds brilliant. Let's see how they work. I've not done this. Don't worry. Oh, that's a lie. I've did that. I've done this one. I have. I was going to be very surprised if you had not done a golem quest in no, this game. I've done this. I remember it now. There's a heart here for this as well. I'm pretty sure. I think. Some, I think? Maybe not. Or maybe I'm recognizing the heart. Maybe I just recognize the area. I can't remember. Also, his dialogue about sort of dungeon delving and relic hunting did make me remember that this morning we got two huge, totally Guild Wars 2 unrelated pieces of news, which are that we got the first official trailer for the Ahsoka show, which looks incredible. 
and we got a trailer for the new Indiana Jones movie. Oh, I that's need to coming see that. Out. I need to see that. I, I missed that. Yeah, I need to how, see how that. How bad does that look? It's supposed to actually be. Yeah, it looks pretty decent. It looks pretty okay. Yeah. It it's maybe missing a little bit of the like that sort of it's so hard I think to hit that original classic adventurer vibe so it feels as though they tried to modernize it a little bit as a nod to the fact that like yes he's older and he's supposed to be in this and it's supposed to be kind of his final adventure and the world Expand has developed around well, them yeah. and stuff but I thought overall it looked good. Hmm. So. Hmm. Yeah, and you golems. Look at me. I'm a little baby golem. You're so small. Baby golem. <laughs> My baby group. Oh, I can't. I can't adopt a golem. I what? Think only you can. What? Oh, can maybe you can come and help me though. Fight. Maybe. Yeah, 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 you can do the boring fight stuff. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, we'll I do the boring now. fight stuff. But no, I like. I honestly, I kind of wanted to practice my revenant more, so this works out perfectly. Oh, I. What? Don't worry. I got blown up. Oh no! <laughs> it's okay. You launch it launches it as well and into the that's absolutely awesome. Yeah, do I need to I'm down. Oh no, I'm, I'm dead I'm again. Good. I'm good. <laughs> I'm not very good at this. <laughs> I'm finding out. Jabra, it's okay. You've never played Guild Wars 2 before, so we understand. Sure, I haven't. Yeah. Um, oh, I can do the cloak. There we go. I will do the cloak. I will blend in. Okay. Let's just murderize these assholes over here. <laughs> I will say one thing I do remember from the core game really clearly is how difficult I actually found a lot of the Risen mobs to be. Even just in story instances and things, they felt like a huge challenge. It felt so overwhelming. And then later when I came back into these instances, like replaying on alts and stuff, I could see how much more my knowledge of the game had improved because fighting these enemies in particular was so much more manageable. Still, still a little spicy, but as opposed to my first run through where I was just getting obliterated left and right by them, they weren't messing around when they put these in. And I think it's kind of fun to revisit and see how you deal with them later on when you have a little more experience. Yeah, always messy. First time people went in. You are girl. so tiny. You, you are just, just a very small little baby golem. Exactly. The smallest golem in the game other than the pets, probably. I, I could put you in my pocket. Just like <laughs> oh a <goodness>. toothbrush. <laughs> oh, <well>. Jesus Lord. <laughs> Jesus Lord. Here. I'll come pull these guys over to your bombs. Oh, yeah, you might not that. even survive that long. Is I think he's gonna, gonna die away before then. No. Just, just attract them. They're coming. <laughs> oh no, it's okay. We're going in now, apparently. I'm gonna put them around. I'm just gonna roleplay a little bit. Yeah, sure. You have fun. Yeah, roleplay to your heart's content, Jabra. We'll be here to support you and help you build the scene. Go, I mean, go, go. <laughs> oh, no, I'm dead. <laughs> okay, let's go. No. I don't think it matters now. I don't think I have to do that anymore. <laughs> yeah, I don't have to. I'm, I'm, I got bored of the golem. It was a one hit thing. Mm. I'm back. Thieves Guild, let's go. Whee. Welcome back. I'm now uh, a pickle. Pickle Rick! Why didn't I call you Pickle Rick character? Oh, someone's definitely called the character Pickle Rick. 
It's okay. You don't, you know, for all that there are certain memes from that show that are very good, you don't need to live under the legacy of it, of Rick and Morty every day for all time, you know? Is it bad that I had no idea who you were talking about? Oh, Rick and Morty, it's funny. Funny, funny. Have you watched, oh, Jabra, you definitely have. You've watched the Star Trek show that those same animators did, right? I haven't done the, I haven't watched the animated one yet, That's actually. below decks or something. Yeah. Yes! It, I will say this. I only liked a few select episodes of Rick and Morty. I think because sometimes I find that extremely satirical characters sort of being nasty to each other for laughs comedy. Sometimes it's hard for me to do, yeah. but I will say this. Lower Decks is actually really good. Like, it is one of my favorite Star Trek shows right now. It's funny, it has a lot of heart, the characters care about each other, the jokes don't feel brutal. Like, there's ongoing jokes about all the characters, but it feels more Parks and Rec style, where, you know, it's kind oh, yeah, of... yeah, cool. Yeah, I actually really love it. Yeah, I need to... You know one of the best Star Trek shows? The Orville. <laughs> I love that show so much. That's so good. Yeah, The Orville was such a fantastic. Good show. Yeah. Yeah, I've watched all oh, of that. They're trying to get another one done now, I think. I don't know. I hope so. I hope so. Yeah, actually, I'm great. watching season three of Picard. It is actually yes. the best season. I need to watch I, season I two. Really no, so I was, yeah. was going to kill everyone. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. new, Star, new Star Trek podcast coming next Star week. Star Trek podcast. I mean, yeah, I've really, enjoyed Picard. Hmm. All right. Yeah, apparently today is just a multimedia kind of day. Yeah, we're just there's talking been a about lot of news, a lot of shows. Things. I'm gonna. I need to get the. Um, you have to buy a sub for that thing. I'm gonna buy it and share it with everyone. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm gonna do that. Now, Are hear me out, though. <laughs> Guild Wars 2 show or movie. We have Arcane for League to happen. We just had a Dragon Age show that came out. I'm just, I would love me. I would love me a little show, animated or not. A little Guild Wars 2 up in here. Be all about that. I, mean, I think it has to be like a, 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 a J. A, a, I love the, the Korean like love stories, but it's got to be like between Jenna and whoever she's sleeping with because it's not well done. Oh, Josh. Yeah, yeah. Ah, romantic political intrigue, I see. Mm. I can get behind that, I can get behind that. Kanak show, that, that would be good, yeah, I like that. Kanak show would be good, actually. I think that could be, there's a lot of potential there to have some kind of fun, heisty, or kind of, you know, charisma character-based sort of show. Yeah. I did threaten my viewers that I'd just do nothing but Japanese, like, romance games for a year. Just... <laughs> Amazing. Well done. Because well done. you know, the munitions I need help. They did not perform splendidly. They, 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 they were keen, shockingly. <laughs> Who's this guy? I just, My guy just screams, necromancer. Jonathan. <laughs> <laughs> okay, videos, audios. Here we go. Utterly oh no, we did explosive. it. That should be all of them. Overlake Haven will be safe with no loss of life. <laughs> Magnificent work, Kecht. The munitions golems serve their purpose admirably. I'm extremely impressed, Eoworth. The Dermond Priory is clearly an organization that values cleverness. You're quite correct. And this is only a taste of what the Priory offers. Think of it. Shells as high as an oak tree, 
filled with lore and wisdom. Adventure, experimentation, ancient tombs rich with, uh, exploration. I see. Tell me, with your vast knowledge, could you identify that strange-looking creature on the road? I've never seen anything like it before. Sadly, no. I was wondering the same thing. If Zaitan has spawned some new horror, we must discover its nature. Agreed. Let's return to the grove. The Pale Tree is waiting for our report. Time to visit a tree that is somewhat pale. <laughs> <clears throat> Excellent day. Is there an infusion in the game that makes you sparkle and radiate like the Pale Tree? You can probably get a mix of them. <laughs> Probably. There's so many in the game. I don't know. Someone in chat, you have to tell us. <laughs> I would like to become a disco ball, so... I mean, you've got the orange yeah. stuff, haven't you? Isn't that not I enough? do, but, but imagine orange effect plus oh God. pale tree effect. I mean, my mount kind of has a palish tree effect on it. Hmm... Well, I'll, you <laughs> know what? I'll keep thinking about it. I'll keep thinking about it. No, it's not enough. It's, it's not never enough. enough. I need to become a glittering light source that's reflecting beautiful prismatic light across the whole world. So I'm going to keep working on it slowly but surely on my main oh, character. But Rookery, you already are. <laughs> Jeff Rowe. <laughs> <laughs> did you just sneeze or did you throw up a little in my mouth yeah. how sweet that was okay all right because i was well, being nice i appreciate i appreciate your kindness and love jet bro for, for a little bit yeah that was a good 10 not 15 seconds of it. <laughs> shining I light comment, but i forgot to put my mic on so you you just missed it now that's it oh, oh, no, it's gone <sighs> That's unfortunate. How sad. <laughs> I'm trying to find this waypoint. Here we go. So, here's a question for both of you. Mm. What do you remember most from the, so not the main quest points, but we have these kind of little side quests, these sort of things, right? With the different orders that you do or stuff like that. Were there any specific sort of side quest jaunts? I'm saying side quests, knowing that these are all part of the linear story, but you know what I mean. The, not the ones where, you know, you're doing the really big story beats, but these kind of smaller scale, oftentimes with extra variation, depending on what you've chosen or what order or what faction or, you know, the different groups that you kind of are pursuing, uh, like the script and things. But do you remember any side quests from your first playthrough that really stood out to you? Hmm, that's a good question, actually. Me remembering is hard as well. <laughs> so, <laughs> later on in the story, as we're kind of we're kind of building up to become the pact, and we're kind of getting people together, there's a certain point at which which you ask, "What is your greatest fear?" Mm. Um, and it's like letting someone down, someone dying because of my incompetence. There's just no good answer. It's it's a Kobayashi Maru. You, whatever you pick you're going to get and and it's I, there's a i've played through it that many times um i think it's the little asura that bothers me the most so it's it you go out into the ocean and you're you're basically laying landmines oh. on, on, the, on the risen ships and 
his partner is devastated. Mm-hmm. And it just got yeah, Ton. It got me right in in the. It really did. I was I was nursing my feels while sprawling on the floor. It was not good. Oh no. Um, no, it, it yeah. I think um, Tibbot still is just the most the one I remember the most. We're gonna probably do that honestly, but like I'm not gonna say specifics, but like you know that and. Uh, I think Claw Island is always a place I remember the most, mm-hmm. but that's like my story, I guess. Like side questy, I think Tibble stuff. A lot of the Tibble stuff I remember. I, lo- I actually the one thing I re- always remember is the pirate. Is it our pirate arm wrestling or is it like drinking game? I can't remember. Yeah, the drinking game. Drinking yeah. game. That was funny. Um, yeah, whenever the squirt involved, um, yeah, it was great times. <laughs> yeah, that stealth mission with Tibble definitely stands out to me. And the mm. the one where you have a it's a fight pit. I want to say it's one of the whispers side quests where mm. there's this fight pit that's happening and you end up on drugs. It's <laughs> it's absolute oh, chaos. Yeah. There There's different options for how you kind of approach whatever mission you need to accomplish there. So you can do different things and you can, you know, kind of goad people on or, you know, set things up so that what happens in the arena and the outcome of the arena fight is the way it's supposed to be. But there's a part of it where you, you like end up taking drugs accidentally or getting drugged by somebody. And it's so wild. And I still remember that mission, I think the most acutely out of probably almost all of the side quests in the core game because a lot of the other ones like even this little one with the golems and things they kind of blend together in a sense and or get overshadowed by a lot of the bigger story beats but there are a few that really stand out nice right let's let's... that's really fun why am i in all deaths like apisha when we're Anyway, it's fine. Hey, I'm just I'm a depressive oh. person. It's fine. No, no, no. I love good drama and character pain as well. Oh, it hurts sure. so good, you know? And I, I agree. I think that quest with those two was probably one of the more emotionally resonant deaths, especially mm. in side quests in the core game. Um, yeah, there we go. Yeah. Really geek agrees. <laughs> it's, it was rough. It was rough. Yeah. I'm just broken. I'm dead inside. That's the problem. <laughs> Anyway. It's okay. It's okay. If you saw the things I put my RP characters through for next, you would know that you are not the only one. Our scholars are looking into We have to start later. I said we wouldn't be involved. Not that we wouldn't watch. Do you have a problem with that? Your order's the most untrustworthy, cowardly lot of reprobates in Tyria. Rude. Insult in the order of whispers. I have good news, Mother Tree. <laughs> Overlake Haven is safe, and the undead have been driven away. Valiant, I was told about the strange undead you saw on the battlefield. I think I can help you. The creature sounds like a lich. From the description I was given, I think I can identify it as Mazdak the Accursed. Mazdak the Accursed? I know that name. One of my firstborn, Rianok, went to destroy Mazdak many years ago. I armed him with a thorn from my own bow, a mighty sword named Kaladbolg. Both were lost, never to return to the grove. Herald, 
It seems you have a chance to discover the fate of my lost son, and perhaps even avenge Rhiannoc's death. Legend says that Rhiannoc chose a human to be his squire. If that squire survived, the Order of Whispers could find him. The Order's very good at tracking people down, even when they don't want to be found. Untrustworthy as always. Get I have an alternate jerk. suggestion. As you may know, the Derman Priory specializes in researching and recovering lost knowledge. This sounds like an exciting opportunity to experiment with a ritual we've uncovered. If cast, it lets you witness the last moments of a person's life. The mystery of Rhiannoc's death has pained the Silvari since the days of the Firstborn. Knowing his fate would help to heal that wound. Branton, does the Vigil have any suggestions? Gathering information isn't our strong suit. Instead, I'll go ask my superiors how to kill a lich. I'll meet you back here when you're done. Very well. Harold, the choice is yours. Ooh. Awesome. So, I think that... <laughs> Sorry, I'm just fucking with you. What do you think? I I'll... mean, talk about it. I've got I've got to make a phone call very, very quickly. It won't be um... long, but you make... Talk about it. The choices. What are the choices? Talk about the choices. I will. Uh, one is track down the ex squire of the Silvari Knight, and the other is Look to yeah, <laughs> do a, we'll do a ritual, do a ritual <laughs> to uh, re-experience the last moments of the warrior's life. And if I mean, assuming he died, which is yes, indeed, what what happened, <laughs> but. Mm. Rhiannoc was actually the first Silvari ever to die. Mm. Yeah. Hold on, is this in the Fornax lore document? The, um, yeah. And, which isn't <laughs> in the Fornax lore document, that is just me copying and pasting from the wiki. Um, what isn't in that document is that the house that we have in the Grove is Rhiannoc's house. We actually what? live in his house. Yeah. If, uh, if you look in the map... Oh, I don't know whether you can see it from up here. With all the uh, with all the red, but yeah, it's it's Rhiannoc's house. If you look at, on the map, or if you mouse over where our house is, the home instance, the house of Rhiannoc. That's so interesting. I honestly had no idea about that. That's very cool. Yeah, it's I. This was actually well. This kind of borders into the main quest, but this was also a quest that I remember a lot from the first one. I want to say, I've done both. And my instinct is telling me that the memory ritual is more interesting, but I don't actually, I, I don't know for sure. I don't know. What do you think, Fornax? Well, it definitely is. Yeah. 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 Mm. Yeah, I think that would probably be the way to go. It's, Salad Bowl is really fun <laughs> as like, as a concept in the game, this legendary weapon. And mm. I really love the way that they developed this journey so that, and yes, I did say salad bowl on purpose in case anybody is like, Rick doesn't know how to say it. It, it is what it is. It's a big bowl for salad and we all know this. But I love that they developed that into something so much more, the start of what you do with the weapon. And if I, I think the first playing through, if I hadn't had people say, hey, did you know you can continue this and you can get a, it's ascended, right? You get a, yeah. a, an ascended of your choice. You can get, you get, you get four, you get four. 
Yeah, like there are tons, you can pick the different ones, and while they haven't expanded it to include, you know, all the new weapons and things that have been put in the game, for any new players, it's such a good way not only to get continued resolution as you go through the game, but to also, there's like a side quest, essentially, that you can do that is sort of a post, a little post-topper. It's Heart of Thorns, right? Mm. Uh, post Heart of Thorns? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So what you have to you have to have completed the personal story and the Heart of Thorns storyline, and then when you come back to the home instance, there will be a person waiting for you. So if you've already met those conditions and you're wondering why there's a weird Silvari woman in your instance, any of your home instances, she is waiting to give you that quest. She comes with the home. She just comes with it. She comes with a what? <laughs> she comes with the home. I don't know. Oh yes. Yeah, she's just standing there. She's just holding it. Yeah, you just you, every every house comes with a woman. Yes. yes, great, this excellent. The no, point. the toothbrush. Yeah. <laughs> the toothbrush oh, is what it comes with. You can choose I who also... holds it. <laughs> you, get to, you get that choice. Can I just also thank my husband who just came in, gave me a kiss, gave me a chocolate, filled up my drink, and then went to bed. He's just like the best husband in the world. Anyway, what a carry on. hero. Wow. wow. Where's my yeah. husband at? Unbelievable. Working or something in the middle of the day in our time zone. <laughs> I would like a husband, please. Yes. We'll get you one. <laughs> or someone. Someone would be good. A dog or Please, a cat. somebody bring me chocolate. Yes. <laughs> Please bring me chocolate. chocolate. I live in a studio, yeah. so it wouldn't be that. It seems like not very far to go. And I was just, <laughs> like, I was just on the phone. I could have gone. Um, okay. Oh dear. <laughs> so we have some great additional lore coming from a Reader. Kalbolg okay. is a translation to hard cleft or hard blade, and it's the sword mm -hmm. in real world mythology that Fergus MacRoy from the Ulster cycle of Irish mythology um, used. So they, I mean, they do this with the Silvari periodically. I think we get a little bit of that sort of like Irish mythology mm. lore kind of here or there they add into it although it's not wild you know it's not like wildly supported across the board it's you know a massive 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 backbone for um or analogy for the Silvari people but we do get bits of that so it's interesting to see that mythology worked in and yeah if you continue like like Fornax was saying, if you go and you talk to that person, for anybody who doesn't know, this sort of initial setup of reclaiming Calibol gets its resolution post Heart of Thorns, and you also get an ascended weapon, which is a lot of people's first ascended weapon, so. It's actually mm. an absolutely beautiful weapon. It has, um, like, an aura effect. Like, if you look at the, the pale tree, it's not quite like this, but it's... You see the little sparkly bits around her? You get that around, and there's like, um, I think there's butterflies around it as well. Oh, even with an ascended um, weapon? On an ascended weapon, yeah. Hang on. Mm -hmm. Have you got I've, it? I've, I have all it. of them. You probably do have all of them, if you... If you, Wait, sword, you must right? do. It, um, it's, it's several. You, you, there are several iterations of it. Mm -hmm. because oh you yeah, can broken. Right, yeah, when yeah, yeah. When you repair yeah. it, you can mm. pick, yeah. Yeah, you you pick and you can get you can get like four ascended weapons from it. I don't think I did that. Well, there's something we can do on the stream. Something then, to do boy. on the stream. Oh my God, I never did that. <gasps> it is actually incredible resolution for everything with the Calibolg story oh, as well sure. as okay. even as a resolution at the end for everything that happens with Traherne. I think it gives you a sense of closure through that whole kind of storyline so 
Let me go to the wiki because I can't jump out to the bank here. <laughs> my my heavy typing, I'll shut up. You guys talk. I can't hear you typing. They're fine. Yeah, you're good. Um, which option are we picking anyway? Magic ritual. Which one was that? Your with. Your with. Your with. Your Oh, rewards. What shall I pick? Knifey step step. Excellent. I do like the priory and probably with my own personal interests, demeanor, who I am as a person, if I were to be in one of the three orders, it would probably be priory that I'd be drawn to. But your worth is such a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> He's so snotty to other people. I feel like it puts an unnecessary stink on the Priory for players going through for the first time. I had forgotten how catty he is with the uh, Order of Whispers representative Kai, who is super cool and seems superior in every way. But the Priory is, I think, a really interesting order. And I love the kind of idea of almost magical archaeologists, you know? Yeah, I like that as well. I think I was just like... I think in terms of the people, I think just Tibble is just like the tipping point for me. I'm just like, it's just too good. Like, I, I legitimately enjoy him a lot. I, I think that's all of them. Did you pick? Oh, wait, sorry. Let me see. I do I put not it in party. have these. Yeah, I don't have these at all. They're really, really good looking shirt what? balls, right? We've got to catch up. Have you not, have you not seen them? No, I've I've got broken. I've seen the great sword. Oh, they really are so pretty. I need to put together a whole look based around them. I've yeah, forgotten absolutely. how beautiful they are. I can't yeah. actually go with my character. Well, when mm. I actually saw the wardrobe. I mean, honestly, honestly, if anybody is looking to get into something like legendary weapons or you want special effect weapons, doing the Kalidbolg stuff is such a great. I think kind of first mini step to mm -hmm. acquiring special cosmetic weapons in the game because mm -hmm. even outside of just legendaries there are a lot of maps that have these really phenomenal weapon sets that are upgradable by doing all sorts of stuff in the map that you then unlock some sort of special effect version tier of them and I think it's a really great little introduction to the concept of having some kind of special item in the game that you do something to realize it or put it together. Now, of course, it doesn't totally streamline into the whole flow of the game because crafting legendaries is in and of itself a different beast. Some of them have quests, some of them don't. And this really is a very quest-based kind of upgrade thing. But I think it introduces that concept to you. And the effects and things on the weapons are definitely, like, they're up there. I, I think they're much closer, that, that ascended kind of legendary look to them mm. uh, for something that really is mostly just a quest-based kind of, um, you know, sink of time as opposed to mm. a bunch of gold or resources and things. I would agree, absolutely. I mean, there is a fair amount. If you if you want all of them, yeah, no. you do have to like put your hand in your pocket. It's not it's not gratis. That's a lot but, of yeah. Fresh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, <what? laughs> that is going to be uh, something I say a lot, apparently. Uh, in the stream. <laughs> Let's go over here, though. You do you, boo. You do you. Actually, before we go in, this is um, this is Rianok's grave right here. It's <gasps> actually in the world. No. If you want to. Let me see. And yeah. and I. 
Am I, am, I under, am I on a different map? Shirt balls, hang on. Yeah, I don't see you. Okay, hold on. Um, Let me come okay. over. Oh, wait, hold on. We can. I, I wait, can't join we... the two of you. Hey, we can't be on a different map. Surely not. There's not enough people on one map. Maybe there is that many play people playing Guild Wars 2 right now. There's a person at this event. Let me get there and then uh, I see one person. I see uh, a yeah, I'm here. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm I'm on a different version. Yeah, I don't think you're here. I I mean I'm in the city, but I can't. No, no, no we're join on. Uh, we're in. Um, uh, no, you're in a different place completely. Oh, where did you two go off to? <laughs> We've gone I thought to the you story were... part up north. <laughs> I thought you were saying that Rinox's grave, like there was a grave for him in the city or a memorial for him in the city. So I was running yeah. around looking for it. Oh, no, Actually. no, no. Where um, the Lycroft <laughs> mirror is. Is that how you okay. say it? I don't know. I, I've linked to the nearest waypoint. I, it's contested at the moment, Hans, so you're going to okay. have to. That's okay. I'm, um, I'm on my way. I was. I actually did. I did point out that uh, we are, our home instance is Rinox's house. Oh. Yeah, well, know. you were away, Jebro. Yeah. Oh, okay. I did not know that. Thank yeah, you. it's very cool. I mm. I really love that kind of subtle parallel between him being sort of one of the first great heroes of the Savari, Savari mm. I guess you could say, being sent out in the world to take on this seemingly impossible mission and failing, die. Well, okay, failing in the sense that he died and you know stuff. Of course, he inspired many of his people and things. But I, I think that's such a great subtle parallel to set up with a Silvari commander because you have this sense then of being almost a, the new generation or the new hero sent out to hopefully not die. <laughs> And to, you know, hopefully be able to rise to the challenges of the world. And I think there's a kind of a nice, subtle, pseudo-ominous kind of a weight that that gives to your role in the dangers of the world outside, which is very interesting. Well, I mean, he, he died relatively soon on. The dream was very new, so, I mean, he, it, the text says that he didn't even know really the concept of, of death. And being oh. the first Silvari to die is... Oh, yeah, that makes sense. It's, it's, it's a legacy, isn't it? It's, oh, um... I don't know about death. Wow, that's yeah. deep. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, imagine and, not and, and... knowing about death. <laughs> yeah. And then just suddenly you're just yeah. like, oh, kind of... You, yeah, you have no realisation. That's just like... Because that is something that... I was talking to... I was talking to someone about this the other day. And we don't, we don't talk about death as like, much about our own death like, because as, as human beings, we don't, like, we don't want to, especially when you're younger, when you're, I'd say, in, like, 20s. When you're, I'd say when you're 30 or up, you'd so, you start to think about it a little bit more. But, like, it's just a really taboo subject. I know we talk about death of characters and other people and other things, but we don't talk about ours and we don't talk about the lives of our family and stuff because we don't want to know the, the, the fact that we, one day we are just are not going to be here anymore. So, like, the idea that you don't even know that this is something that exists for you. And of course, like, the, the, oh. the first death you experience is often the Parents, most shatter probably. shattering. Yeah. Um, oh, because yeah. because you kind of, you you run into the, 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 that wall of finality. Absolutely. And it, it's not something that you kind of interact with in daily life. Mm -hmm. There's always a, a workaround right up until there isn't. And... Yeah. I, I remember that distinctly when I lost my stepdad. He was the first person I ever lost. Mm. And 
Holy, I, it, it hit me like a ton of bricks. You get used, and, and you get used yeah. to that feeling of, after a while as well. And it's like, that's, I, I work with teens and kids and stuff. And it's interesting because you see mm. the first death for some people is a pet and, and yeah. isn't oh. a person. And mm -hmm. that actually hits a lot of kids and adults yeah. very, a lot. It hits us very hard as well, obviously. But like mm. that is often also one way of getting used to it. And I work with different people in the death of their pets. Like, interestingly enough, that's been something I've done work with. And it's like, this is something that is, is happens in life. Like, you know, and in time, it's just like, you know, we in time things get better. Like we... And that's that's it. <laughs> like it's, it's almost kind of that's it. And you talk about them, and you mm. talk about you know the joy of being not having known them and all the other stuff. But then it's like loss is a real thing. It's yeah, mm. it's, it's, it's a big deal. I mean, it is something, right? That I think we experience in different ways and stages in our life, and mm. it's it's always very interesting to me because I think that I mean, like you said, something like the loss of a pet versus even major losses of people in our lives. I agree with you for next. That was something where even though I had experienced loss in other ways or moments of finality, right? Especially as you continue to grow up, you start to see and experience what it means for things to end, whether that's a school year or a bracket of school or a summer camp you really loved or whatever mm. it is, right? The idea that things end break die i mean you have to grapple with that and learn it and that first time that you experience like a close personal loss it is recontextual everything you thought you knew about grief from an outside perspective when you're on the inside of it it is something that feels like a whole new experience of existence mm. and you know when I went through the loss of my dad, which was one of the first major close deaths, I mean, I experienced other deaths more tangentially, but that was one that was really impactful to me and really sudden. It was something where I literally called up a friend of mine who had lost her mom a few years before, and I said, how do you do this? Mm, what even, how do you even there. navigate this? What, how did you even, I, I literally don't even know how how to deal with what I'm dealing with and uh, you know my partner had lost their brother when they were young and they went to grief counseling for it mm. and so I mean all of this it's so I actually really think this is a phenomenal conversation because I've never really thought about although of course we all experience this the fact that in games I think there is a sense of whether it's your characters being put in mortal danger or in characters around you dying in a game or things like that. But I think it contextualizes the experience of loss outside of ourselves in a way that feels more approachable to experience in some way, shape or form, right? Or that feels more digestible in some way, shape or form. We might not want to talk about our, or our own mortality, but might we subject 50 characters to near-death experiences mm -hmm. and, and all this kind of stuff? Absolutely. Yeah. And in the case of the Slavari as a race, especially because I said earlier is kind of a bit of a, a you know, a comment. Did they even really know that he died if the sword has been lost? But then as I was thinking more about it, I went, oh, of course, because like we were talking about the pale tree and the Slavari connected to it and to the dream, which is kind of a unique thing as far as we can tell to this particular group of Slavari. 
they are connected in that way. So of course she would have felt that loss. And in whatever way, those ripples and the effect of how that recontextualized existence for all of the Silvari, maybe even subconsciously, is a really phenomenal and really fascinating thing about this race. I, I really love, I love thinking about this because I hadn't really gone this far into the lore with Yannick before. So I'm really glad that you were, we brought some of it to the forefront. We got to have this conversation too with, you know, the other in info that Jeb brought to the table with counseling and experience. And yeah, it's, it's interesting to see it all come together. Yeah, loss is uh, grief counseling is even, I'm fairly experienced in it because grief is just part of anyway a lot of the time because you're just you're moving through different things and like you know there's it is just such a what is something you said there is is important it's all very unique to the individual as well when they experience it that point in life when they experience it as well because if you experience it during adolescence there's an even more the impact there is very significant because you're already going through so much change in your life anyway because that's the biggest that's the biggest part of change anyone will ever go through. All, four, all three of us have been through one of the biggest changes of life, other than if we, you know, potentially... Actually, yeah, I don't know. Like, your body changes so much. Other than maybe, like, transitioning, maybe, um, for example. Like, that's the most... That's more of a rebirth, though, isn't it? Sorry? Mm. That's, a re that's a rebirth. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, kind of, like... It's funny, because, like... Adolescence is almost is adolescence is as well, yeah. yeah because mm -hmm. it's it's almost a different complete stage of body of also like if you think about I know Freud is a thing, but like psychosexual phases of how you live your life. Adolescence is like one of the it's just ridiculous, you know. There's when you start to get feelings, you know, sexual feelings. When you start to get uh, your body changes, your body like you start to grieve your own body loss and gains and stuff. It's, it's very interesting. Anyone going to shut up? Um, I will go on. I will go into one. But like, you know, yeah, adolescence is hard. That's why it's hard mm. working with teenagers. <laughs> oh my God, that work is difficult. Adults are I mean, easy. really, we're all butterflies. <laughs> we do. I mean, it, it, yeah. we don't have quite as, as extraordinary a metamorphosis, but the, the emotional and physical changes that we go through, the different stages of our life, it's, oh, sure. it's all it's all part of the cycle and it's it and of course a big part of the story is the end mm -hmm. and it's an important part and I, I learned that in the hospice with my dad mm. so you, you just it's important and and I think for a species for an entire species not to understand it and then to have one collective moment and even the pale tree who who would who would come into her sentience and had experiences and had experienced the loss of others? I don't know whether she knew that her children would be mortal, would oh be gosh. vulnerable. That's so it, wild. Because yeah, even yeah. if their physical bodies were destroyed, I can't help but wonder if she imagined. Well, but they'll still be in the dream, and I can just remake them. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Or like they will just the consciousness will still be around and. Oh, oh again, she could she could be the the villain of the piece again, whereby she has this information. She knows they're going to die. Maybe she know she sees the possibilities, but she does nothing. Fast as the wind. Mm. Could be. Mm. Dark and Silvari expansion. Very good. This is very good. Okay. Yeah. Well, okay. this is all great context for the importance of Rionic. I. 
I love, okay, this is one of the things that I love the most about Guild Wars 2, and also, I think Fortnite X, you'll feel very much the same. It's like, I love the most about Guild Wars 2, and I also want to just shake Guild Wars 2 about, because if you spend any amount of time, even just doing a little wiki on a name on some character or something, you are gonna find out the most phenomenal world building lore. You're gonna find out about how intricate this world is. And it's this whole incredible rabbit hole that you can go down because this game is purposeful. This game does have so much behind it artistically. And it's phenomenal to give yourself the opportunity to contextualize a lot of this. And they touch on it because they, they don't want to overload players in the game, which I think is also a really good move. And I know that this kind of storytelling is something that many people will prefer. But, oh my gosh, I, I would just absolutely love to have had all this context about Rianuk and the experience and or a dream about him and, and we get some of this next instance and I'll be curious to kind of see how much my own memory remembers or doesn't remember about what this this instance conveys to us about his importance in the Slavari people but he's such a fantastic figure to have here set up in this way with our own heroic journey. And I feel as though sometimes it's so easy to gloss over how deep the the context of the narrative goes. Uh, whereas if we'd had an entire like larger quest chain about this and really, you know, gotten some other things, I think you would get that context right up there, right up front. But as it is, we just encourage everybody, you know, dive into it, learn about it, keep going with it, because even I am coming away with something more from this. So And if you haven't made a Silvari character and played through the story. You really mm. should. You really should. It's a treat. Let's do the story. Okay. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> Excellent. Okay. Harold, please come over here. <laughs> Love how they wave. So good. Okay. Okay. Well met, Harold. I'm so excited about this, I'm positively tingling. The Priory does a great deal of research into ancient forms of magic, and this ritual was a real find. One of our explorers discovered it while tomb raiding in the Crystal Desert. I tell you, one learns the most amazing things as part of the Dermon Priory. Your order sounds tremendously exciting. How do we cast the ritual? The ritual allows one to step through time and experience the last moments of a subject's life. You will actually tangibly be there. Could I change anything? Save his life? Sadly, no. Events which have already happened are fixed in time. However, there is one caveat. Although Rianok's death is predetermined, your death is still mutable. The dangers will be quite real and potentially lethal. You could die as well. Mm. If this ritual helps me learn what happened, then I'll accept the risk. Just tell me what to do. Press your hand to the earth. The swamp may have swallowed Rianok's body, but it cannot keep us from contacting his soul. This will be a test of your courage, Harold. Good luck. I do really appreciate that they tried that they set up some stakes on this the idea that we're going to have a memory jump but it doesn't mean that everything is inconsequential and you still could die 
I think one of the most frustrating RPs I ever did was we had this series of RP where each of the different characters that were featured in it, this was uh, in another game in an MMORPG setting, had a memory flashback that everybody else would magically be brought into. So each week we cycled through and you'd be brought back to that memory and then re-experience it alongside whatever character. And it was kind of a way for us to, you know, get to know each other's characters more in a more personal way and, you know, share beyond just saying, like, this thing happened to me, what it felt like or how it was, you know, how that affected them. Hmm. And the worst thing ever was, and that is not to say that, you know, this is not to throw shade at our DM who was doing the best that they could and all sorts of stuff, but there was a decision along the way <laughs> made a couple sessions in that nothing could happen to you while you were in the memory. And it resulted in many, like several sessions in this devolution of the whole group just becoming meme trolls in other people's dramatic memory setup. And when we finally got to mine, people were just like literally running around while like the memory was happening, just being like, whatever, it doesn't matter. <laughs> and it was so grating because it turns out that in a story, and especially one with emotional resonance, you have to have real stakes or it's impossible to buy in. So I just really appreciate that here they give you the sense of stakes, whatever the actual case of the encounter design is, because I think it's so easy for people and players to tune out from a situation if they're like, it doesn't matter at all and anything I do here, it's just whatever. <laughs> like Groundhog Day, you do enough iterations and you're like, screw it, and you just start doing whatever, right? So... I want to live in Groundhog Day. I think that'd be fun for a little bit. Not forever. Just for like a couple of days. <sighs> Sorry, that was my own personal, my own personal narrative commentary, but yeah, no, I think that's important, especially in games, to communicate a sense of stakes. So I'm glad they put that into the dialogue. I agree. Also, you do not want to live in Groundhog Day. I brought the bottom of my back. I was in Groundhog Day. It ain't fun. <sighs> Oh, not God. even to visit. Oh. Not even to visit. So okay. don't recommend. Fair enough. Fair enough. Take the Russian roulette, darling. It's much more fun. Good lord. Good lord. <laughs> Good lord. There's Good lordy great. lord. It's just See? a leaf. See? But I was right though. Look. Here you are right. right. I'm. I'm, I'm surprised it's still if, there. I wonder if this is how Silvari Mark all of their graves. If if you could say that this is a commentary on Silvari cultural ceremony or like, you know, cultural stuff around burial. I have no idea. I don't know if we actually see another Silvari grave anywhere in the game. Sad. I don't know if we have, have we? Like I don't think thing. this is. I, I don't think this is because I, I, I don't think they knew what happened. They knew that he died, but they didn't know under the, under the circumstances of which he did. Mm. And the sword is lost, so they don't there's a mystery. Oh, whoops. The ritual hmm? begins. I pressed F. Focus on the image of a wild hunter. A wild hunter? Why is the sound gone? His struggle is your struggle. His courage, your courage. You are as one. Your breath quickens and your heart beats faster. And now the audio is coming back. Now, in this moment, you are with Rianok. We make our stand here. Your tree has given me a mighty weapon. Armed I actually really love that little tidbit of writing. Fail. 
Lich is powerful, Vienna. His army is vast. How good is power when it's afforded you by an evil master? What good is an army when you're standing against love, honor, and loyalty? But none of your kind has ever experienced death. Do you even understand fear? I don't need to understand it. I only need to do what is right. No! I'm afraid. I'm frightened, you know? Can't stay. Away, you little wimp. <laughs> that was pretty cool. His words. I like that voice actor. Very dramatic. Yeah. Very classically trained. But <laughs> was like, yeah. Interesting. The magical sort of that that evoking of space and time. Your breath is his breath. Sounds like a great DM setup to some kind of moment in a D and D campaign. But also, I genuinely really do love that writing. I think it's a great preface. Um, and everything Rihanna had to say in there as well, I think really well scripted, very interesting. Wayne's lines may be a little goofy, he's a child, but it's, I think yeah. there is some, some good writing in here that I had forgotten about. I'm scared, everyone. The Vulcan, the Vulcan, my mind to your mind. Yeah, my, that's yeah. true. Yes. Yeah, yes. that's where I was, Tuvok. okay. Yeah. I went to Tuvok and you didn't go for Spock? I like Tuvok. Oh I like Tuvix. Come on, come on. Wait, what? Deep cut. <laughs> Deep cut for Voyager. Anyone in the chat? Anyone? <laughs> Tuvix is a fantastic That's episode about. It, I know, it's yeah. almost like a transition. It's amazing. It's, yeah, yeah. I don't remember that. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm just, I'm just sucking up the love in the chat. Suck it up. That's the you won't get it much. Guys, be careful, be careful. They have no heart. <laughs> also, a really good parallel here as we play through this of Rionic literally facing the embodiment of death. That mm -hmm. we know these not only necromantic energies here, but also the fact that we have behind it this dragon that literally mm. is made of the the elements and magical elements and force in this world of death itself i think that's actually really cool and i had not really given that a ton of thought he's initially. like 300 in it right now like yeah. the last one <laughs> like you know you know oh my boromir God. boromir yeah Let's go. Calibor, the sword is powerful. With it, we have a chance to... A chance to escape, yes! Leonok, I, I want to live. I, I have to get out of here. I don't want to die. What? Wait, no. I need Calibor to kill Mazdak. <gasps> Come back. I cannot give up. Mazdak is coming. Forgive him, mother. We were both You're too rising. young. Oh my god. Yeah. I completely up, forgot about that. Take Humans time. suck. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, they're the worst. To all of you playing oh male character male characters. Well, that was that as well. well <laughs> For all of you playing humans, on you. <laughs> you just stole his sword. Stole I it. love on your house, yeah. That last line is so so good though yeah i mean 
Can you imagine if that sequence was animated the way that we got End of Dragons cutscenes, like mm. the death that we see with my Trin and everything? That whole sequence is so good, oh, so dramatic. If this scene was animated that way, if you, you know, you see the horde descending 300 style, we see everything. And then rather than like jumping us out, you have this gorgeous animated cutscene and that hit of that last line it feels like with the the cuts between the dialogue here it makes it kind of weird and abrupt and that last line gets rushed but it's so good forgive him mother we were both too young it's so oh it really got me because you see a human child and you go oh that's a child but you see the silvari and you think about the fact that he appears to be by all means a grown adult but in their own way they were both children and the fact that he had this idealized vision of i will stand to the bitter end i will be brave i'm so brave i'm gonna be so brave and then you have a child who's arguing he's experienced death we don't know what wayne's story is maybe he experienced death because of all the terrible tragedies that have happened to humanity in this time right i mean and to have them both have these different reactions, both are equally naive, right? Mm -hmm. Rianoc didn't know how to cut his losses and tactfully retreat. Wayne didn't know how to stand up boldly and bravely and to conquer his fear. But that last line, I had totally forgotten about it. It's really good. And I think that the, perhaps now, if they were to put a, an animated cutscene in here, it would be a really deeply, profoundly affecting moment. And they were working with the best tools that they could at the time, but I, I, I think actually- it's still I, pretty good. I, I liked it actually. It's, it's still, cool. it's still okay. I know what you mean, but like it's still not too bad because at least they had the in-game footage rather than just like some weird, I don't know, other thing. Like, you know, it wasn't too- Side I liked, by side thing. Yeah, the yeah. side by side thing would have been weird. So I'm glad it was in game at least. But like, you know, yeah, I think it was still, still pretty good. I can, I'm completely forgotten about this and I'm not sure if I must have done it. Must have done it, I've just forgotten. The writing is great here. I had forgotten how well done it is. So Barry's story is the best story. <laughs> Maybe the Azura one is, is, is as good, but different. It's like mm. more funny. That's the other quest. That's the other side quest. That's one of the most memorable to this day quests that we've ever, I've ever had in the game. The alternate bad timeline Asura quest where you confront the darkest timeline version of yourself is so good. Oh my God, I can't remember that. It's so good. I think it's just one of the optional side quest choice things that you can do, but you have and it's the origin of the clockwork not the exact same as the clockwork that eventually Scarlet would create in the portals there but the perhaps in some cosmic subconscious there are these clockwork forces that you as like the dark commander use and they start flooding through these portals from this alternate world that we know exists where you have become the big bad of the story that oh, quest wow. is so good. It's really cool. And my memory is uh, really bad. And that's the next expansion confirmed here today. No, <laughs> that would be cool. I want to be the bad. Let's, be cool. let's go through the story. Let's go through the story. I'm just going to pop this up. But yeah, I need to remember that. Or replay it. Poor Rianok, abandoned by his best friend. Can't even imagine how that must have felt to a firstborn who'd never before experienced betrayal. How tragic.
The dream was young, and our predecessors knew little of the world. Rianok couldn't possibly have understood what it meant to take such an untried human into battle. Nevertheless, I cannot forgive Wayne for his cowardice. He didn't just flee, he took Rianok's weapon. With Kalidbog, Rianok would have stood a chance. Without it, he was doomed. Come, let's return to the Pale Tree and share what we've discovered. Nice. That's a good one. I think it's it a good is. one. It is a good one. I think I made a. I think I made a good suggestion with the Silvari storyline. I do. Oh <laughs> I yeah, know, absolutely. I... You did. You totally yeah. did. I'm glad. Like I... the Heart of Fawn stuff as well. I was like, yeah, this mm. is uh, that is going to be interesting because I have not played it as a Silvari. So neither have I. So I'm, I'm looking really forward hit. to it. It's always yeah. part of my to do list. Exactly. I've actually been watching Preach play through the Heart of Thorns story. Mm. Yeah, and he cool. hates Tangled Depths. Oh my god, that man hates Tangled Depths. <laughs> Most I people mean, do on their first playthrough. He's right there with everybody. I feel like the Heart of Thorns maps over time, as you start to really understand all of Guild Wars 2 and what it does, they eventually take on a very different... Oh, they're some of the best ones after all, yeah. after a you, while, you, yeah. You look at them in a very different light, right? Mm. But I do remember the first time I went through them and I was just going, who did this and why mm. do they personally want to hurt me? Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's the thing. So true. That's very, very true. Uh, it's just the the map isn't great <laughs> when you're like, because it's very confusing as well. So like the verticality of it doesn't help. And there's so many, it's very intricate. It's very well designed, but it's not, for the faint of heart MMORPG player who's played World of Warcraft, where there's like yeah. it's flat most of the time. I know it could change yeah, a lot true. more, but it's, it's still pretty flat. Um, yeah. And it's just one or two levels sometimes. And that, it's like. Uh, bloody underground yeah. aquifer. Oh my god, what a ball ache to find that. Oh, yeah. It, is hard. it, it sucked. Those maps are so rough when i went through to finally do full map completion on all of them i experienced a whole second surge of what is this and why is it in this game <laughs> but but <laughs> again over time i i also really came to appreciate them and i think that idea that risk that they took to create maps that were as much of the intended playtime as any of the other components of that expansion to create mm. something that you do feel a sense of mastery over as you literally master your masteries and as you get more information and knowledge about how everything works it's incredibly good and yes fornax i'm so glad we were just talking about preach's playthrough in case anybody hasn't seen those videos i actually think he's had some very good very astute observations about the game he's had a really good take about the things that it really shines in the areas where especially as a new player with a lot of mmo experience he's found some little hiccups or or things like that and i hope we can talk about it in a future podcast because i think sure. it's been really interesting seeing what he brings up and what we've talked about mm. even in the past year ourselves and yeah mm. it's it's super interesting because he's doing a whole series so he's going through several mmos that are popular he's he's gone through final fantasy he's played world of warcraft for years and he's going through this one now and and it having that kind of broad kind of scope and depth of of like experience is amazing to kind of compare and contrast and i know that you and i both play a lot of 
Mm -hmm. I mean, all of us play ESO, Final Fantasy, the whole kit and caboodle. And, oh, yeah, New World. Yeah. yeah. All of them. Yeah. Old ones. I have a character in New World. I kind of bounced off that really hard. <laughs> so oh, they've got a new, been... they've just had a massive update and it's supposed to be really, I'm saving it for Sunday, but they've redone Ooh. a bunch more story as well. And they've got like a season pass in there now that we were talking about for Ooh. Guild Wars 2. Um, and they got, they've added another new dungeon. They've got a whole new storyline. Uh, they've added a lot of stuff since you may have dropped that. So Ooh. if you, if you have not played it, it's worth getting in there. I've been wanting to try it. Jeb, Jeb and I were talking about a game that we could play, which I kept, I was like, I'm going to keep a short list and think about it. I've actually been meaning to talk to you about New World, Jeb, because yeah, I've sure. been keeping up with your commentary about how it's evolved. And I'm at the point where I am curious. Before I was like, well, we'll see if it oh, survives. Oh, it's very good. Like now the story <laughs> is, they revamped all of the story at the beginning for all factions and it, uh, wherever you, you start. You mean there is story? <laughs> no, it's very good. It's very oh, good. Okay. I'm talking about like, so New World is basically all of history's stories coming into one place. So you can imagine knights mixed with Egyptian themes mixed mm. with like Roman theme and like, I'm not going to say any more, but like it is really like, it's like lost characters in history. There's, it's really really cool, and it's, there's difficult. It, there's difficulty in that game, which is very challenging. It's very challenging at different times, and it, but there's just good stories in there now, and they're revamping all of the zone stories as well, and they're starting to catch up, and it's uh, it's pretty cool. Damn it. Jed bro, yeah. now I'm gonna have to install Well, it. the crafting is some oh, of the best yeah. crafting I've ever seen in an MMORPG as well, so it's it's really, the menus, the UI is very, very good. The combat is, uh, the combat is good, but like it's definitely got less abilities and people, like there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of work they need to do on different things, different bits and bobs, but it is very good. Um, yeah, definitely. Uh, you should check out all games. That's the thing. That's the thing, though, right? Pritchard. That's why he's doing that because he wants to check out right. other stuff. That's why we don't just play one game. That's why, like, I don't play just Guild Wars Two anymore because, like, I need mm. to have that appreciation for what I've got, and also just to like adventure and do and engage in other things. That's mm. you know, yeah. it's an important thing for me. Anyway, I was gonna play Death Standing, but okay, then I'm gonna. You can do that as well. Just do it at the same time. I'm playing uh, Fallen Order right now because I don't know if Survivor's coming out in the month. That's very Ooh. good. That's very good. The combat in that. Oh, and that's cheap at the moment as well. It's like four bucks. Oh my god. We are such a big Stars. bunch of nerds, aren't we? Oh my god. Yeah. What was the other thing? Yeah. Oh my god. I've been talking about well, wow. I So my clients all come to me because of gaming. So a lot of them play like World of Warcraft and other games as well. So I we use raiding as an analogy sometimes for clients and i like it's so i love how like i can do this with games sometimes it's like you know and he's even talking about like card games and magic the gathering and stuff it's so funny it's really really good I've, anyway I've, sorry read i've i've downloaded lord of the rings and started playing it good. but it's like playing minecraft the mmo it's just the <laughs> graphics are rough man they are so rough. Oh. Sorry. If you no, if it's when good. if you did that like a year ago, I think they increased the, they changed the graphics like a little bit more recently, or they just updated resolution. Anyway, mm. if you like lore, then you've got to play Lord of the Rings online because that is. I've read all the books, so well, many times. You get to walk through the Shire, okay, and it's pretty damn awesome. 
Wait, I'm going to cancel because one person isn't here. Oh, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. I'm sorry. Or okay. oh, no, no, wait, wait, click wait, there. Hold on, hold on. Hold I don't know, no, I don't know who else needs Ah! Explosions! The light! Quick! Oh, thieves killed! Thieves killed! Thieves killed! This is going on. <laughs> just exit the goal. I think I went in the wrong wait, one. Wait, wait, where are you? Get out. <laughs> I, well, I thought I just went into the wrong instance or something. Oh no, you went in on your own. Come out. I did. Okay, yeah, I'm, yeah. Out, I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. Okay. I got too excited. I pushed the button too fast. I'm sorry. Oh, there okay. we go. <laughs> that naked butt. The butt. The mug guy. I don't know why my screen just keeps going. That's where the toothbrush is. <laughs> oh my god. Here he is. No wonder he looks so happy. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it was an electric toothbrush, so probably, yeah. Oh boy. See, look. That's the toothbrush yeah. butt face. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk to him. Harold Jebro Lightbringer, this toothbrush feels amazing. Next time I'm gonna have minty fresh blood breath. <laughs> Sorry. Uh. <laughs> I found more information on that Wayne fellow. He's the one who put it there. No, sorry. Uh, <laughs> what did you discover? <laughs> Alan's <laughs> been using Kelleborg in pit fights outside Lion's Arch. Really? Oh my god. Those things are dangerous. Apparently, Wayne used to fight at the proper gladiator ring inside the city. What, the, are the arena nerf? Mm? But it was blacklisted for excessive violence. Interesting. What's the next move? Oh, no, it's not that, is it? Uh, we should inform the others. The Mother Tree will want to know everything we've discovered. I can believe that. Well, that's where I go next. Oh. Wait, where are we going? Very classy, yes. I tried to be classy. San Diego. <laughs> Video. Uh, sorry, story. Welcome back, Harold. Tell me, have you learned of Rhiannoc's fate? I have, Mother. Rhiannoc died fighting Mazdak the Accursed, but his sword was stolen. Stolen? What foul, contemptible foe dared steal Kaladborg? It was no foe. A friend betrayed him. Wayne, Rhiannoc's squire. During the battle, he stole the weapon and fled. Betrayed? By someone he loved? Why are people so drawn to betrayal? Mm. Wayne still carries Kaladborg. He's been using it to compete in gladiatorial tournaments. I insist that the Vigil accompany you. We'll face this wretch in the tournament ring and thrash his hide. <laughs> Our order is founded on the principles of courage and duty. I can't stand to hear that Kaladborg is being wielded by an honorless traitor. You trusting fool. Wayne will flee if he finds out you're there. With a little trickery, we can manipulate the tournament. Once Wayne's been beaten, the Order of Whispers can steal the sword with ease. Stop thinking with your sword arm and start using your brain. Both interesting mm. suggestions. Earworth, your thoughts? I'm afraid gladiatorial tournaments aren't the Priory's forte. While you get the sword, I'll research Mazdak and try to pinpoint his location. Herald, Kaladborg must be returned. Decide and go forth to deal justice. 
Hmm. What should we do? That's adorably stupid. Why compete? Oh, whispers is the draw. All this needs is a show of force. Once Wayne realizes he's outmatched, he'll give up the sword. I say honor, and I say smarts. I've got them, and you don't. Oh. Kai Dang. is just absolutely that, burning. That yeah, Better Kai. Like you, like, you're, like, you should just be on fire right now. <laughs> Literally on fire. Ooh. Mm -hmm. Yes, the one that is my one of my favorite side quests is, I think, the Whispers one. I, that, I think um, it's that one. Okay, we'll do that. We'll do the drug one. Okay. You've got a good plan. Wait. We cause enough trouble and Wayne will find himself in over his head. Afterwards, we take Calabog and leave Wayne whimpering. There's Wayne and there's Gavin. There is a really, like, common theme going on with the human... With, not with the human, sorry. With the people who are kind of betraying us. Because there was betrayal before as well, wasn't there? Like, Gavin. Gavin kind of betrayed yeah. us. Mm. There's definitely yeah. a theme in the Silvari storyline of betrayal. And then you've got heart thorns as well and they kind of betray thingamajig bob which is what his name is now they're the same oh. they're in the same oh. fraternity yes bob oh. yes mordramoth bob. bob same same name uh, okay <laughs> yep 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 so yeah. there is a theme here there is a you know i'm liking it i'm liking it yeah That'd like be than my helmet. medieval medieval Perhaps British fantasy names, all betrayers. Gavin. <laughs> Gavin. Although I guess I don't know what era Gavin actually originates from, but it Gavin sounds like is it still could be fantasy very, like, Gavin is still, you sound like someone with the name Gavin would be evil. I'm sorry if your name is Gavin. <laughs> like, and <laughs> you've just been assigned the evil, <laughs> the you evil history. Sorry. The writers of, of like in their real lives have had people called Gavin. Yeah, fuck them over. Yeah. And now it's time to take them out literally. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that sounds like I'm going to toothbrush that time. Anyway, never mind. Uh, what toothbrush? <laughs> I, I regret bringing that toothbrush into this conversation. That's your I, fault. It's not mine. I fully regret it. I I just anyway. <laughs> At least I know what to get you for Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have an electric one. That's true. Please just send Deborah a ton of toothbrushes, please, please. Do I need a new one? <laughs> Wait. I'm, I'm going just one way to this out place. Just word. That's all that he needs to do. And then wow. He <laughs> wow. I am going to, I am actually, I am going to download and see what this genital jousting is all about. I believe. Oh, you need to give people context for this. This is, this is a game that was it made by the creators from Terra Nil, which we actually played recently. And we actually, as, a, as an update, we raised, we got, we raised 500 euros for planting trees. We planted a bunch of trees. That's very awesome. awesome. Yeah, I actually think it was a mistake to, mistaken it, and maybe we raised about a thousand dollars, thousand euros. So I'm not going to tell him, <laughs> so, like, because he's going to charity, so it's all good. But uh, yeah, well done, people. You were here for that. We planted some trees. Yes, Terranil people. 
Yes, Terra Nil. And yes, actually, funnily enough, at an indie Chicago game showcase, I got to preview oh, years nice. ago on a date. I got to preview the the genital jousting game. Oh, you did? <laughs> wait, you went on a date with someone and they were, wait, what? I did. I did. She was an indie game developer and she took me, really, honestly, one of the best date setups any human being has presented to me. She took me to a, like an exclusive indie game dev showcase. Oh, this is the game. Event. Okay, you want to, I was like, yeah, where are we going with this? We went on a day and genital jousting. Oh, no, God, okay, okay, no, no, no spicy time for Rook happened that night although it was a really great day it was a really great <laughs> day we played the game and previewed okay. the game little jousting which is why i knew Wait. immediately what fornax was talking about why are there so many people here oh, so she's she was beautiful she took you on the thing and she's and you didn't marry her you didn't, i'm just saying oh, i'm just God, saying. i didn't i didn't it was it look it was rough she was a high contender but then bebop batted their beautiful long eyelashes at me and swooped in for the kill because they realized that i was like <laughs> <laughs> hi welcome to rooks uh, welcome to uh a nice glass of wine with rook where we talk about all of my life history uh sorry sorry, sorry, bebop sorry. was like you seem to really like her and i was like Oh yeah, she's really great, and I'm excited for more dates. And then Bebop was like, well, "Thank you." <laughs> I was like, "Oh!" So Bebop's long eyelashes won out, and good heart and beautiful. You no, know, we know uh, about yeah. all the eyelashes as well. Bebop has amazing eyelashes. I have never seen a human being with eyelashes as long and as naturally bountiful. I could, Bebop. I could potentially give them a run for their money. I've been told many times how luscious my uh, my eyelashes are. Okay, well, the next time I see you, I'm going to have to take a measurement of those eyelashes, That's and then okay. we'll have to declare the ultimate eyelash it's hero, okay. so... We can. <laughs> we can do that. It's annoying because they interfere with my glasses, so I have to wear them a little bit further down my nose. Because they're yeah, so long. I, I think... I th do you have her number? Because Rita Geek seems quite interesting ah <laughs> uh, nah we lost touch after that unfortunately sorry <laughs> oh, the, ge the, the genital jousting just didn't do it for you Rita just know, wants to drag her into their uh, uh unicorn pawn dungeon <laughs> and you brought and that maybe back that was, uh, maybe Let's that was her back. dream and you two are meant to be together reader yeah look i'll try you know i'll try to see what i can do but it might be a little bit awkward now we're all now. Uh, we're all about setting people up on this podcast as well okay <laughs> this podcast is is a wild right <laughs> oh, yeah, it really it really is um i've leveled up actually is no one else leveled up during this yes yeah I have actually. I don't know what booster to get. They're all shit. <laughs> Sorry. They're all a bit rubbish. Like, like, they should give you a karma one. That would be better. Okay. Karma is good. Boy George just pops out. Come on. <clears throat> anyway. Can I do it this way? No. Boy George, pop it out. Although, actually, no, no, maybe not. Wait. Oh, are we on. still waiting for someone? We are. Oh, are you okay? Oh, you just, Rook's just yeah, standing yeah, there, like, making I'm, noises. No, it's, it's, it didn't pop up, it's not popping up the ability to join the instance for you. Okay, but for wait. me, there we go. Now yeah, it just showed up. There we go. There we go. Trouble at the roots. <laughs> of course, I know more about the dungeon. I trained. I trained. Think. Come on. I'm so glad that you got muted there randomly. 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I would just like seem to cut out when you started talking about. Oh, it's so sad. Anyway. Oh, this is the pits. Elf. Look at this. Elderly commentator. <laughs> what? <laughs> Yeah, I could have called him something. Just an elderly commentator. That's his identity. That's who he is. He has embraced it, Jebro. He's just the elderly man. He's just like, no, it doesn't even say man. You're in the game, Jeb. Oh, he Kai. Like That's what he looks like. Oh, we're talking to Kai now. <laughs> and then ending this tomfoolery. <laughs> hey there, Harold. Ready to have a little fun at this villain's expense? I have no pity for Wayne. He stole Rian's sword and fled, leaving the firstborn to die. He deserves the worst we can throw at him. I like that attitude. We're putting a lot of pieces in motion. So let me explain the setup. <laughs> First, we replace the pitmaster with someone that doesn't like Wayne, so all his fights will be hard ones. Second, we bribe the Seraph Sergeant to have a few archery misfires into the pit during Wayne's tournament rounds. What? Lastly, we spike Wayne's drink, so his reflexes are impaired during the fight. If all that doesn't take him down, I don't know what will. You're tremendously thorough. Are all Order of Whispers agents like that? Yes, we have to be. The Order of Whispers is the oldest organization in Tyria. We've known about the dragons the longest, but we've managed to survive. That's because we're cunning. It fits in very well. If you ever decide you'd like to join, I could put in a good word. I'll remember that after we swipe the sword. You've got it. Now come on, let's sow some chaos and get home before anyone knows we were here. Mmm. Good voice acting as well. I like that. Mmm. <coughs> really good. I remember how um, so enamored Wood Potatoes was about the Order of Whispers being in the game. He was absolutely ecstatic. Oh really? Oh yeah. I mean, because it, it's it's in the original game, and you you get to kind of experience it's it, almost like it's foundings. Mm. And Guild Wars One. Mm. Cool. Yeah. I bet on that scary char. Be a sweetling. Be a sweetling. I've heard that before. That's great. And help my wager come true. Charming line. Ooh, I got to do a charming line because I'm charming. Why should be charmingness? The power of boobs. Welcome, welcome, my friend, to the power of boob. Leafy boobs. Leafies. Leafy. God's. Boys don't care. <laughs> oh look! It's what's his name? It's Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> he looks Wayne like Bigley. someone else we know. <laughs> Basic human male. <laughs> <laughs> She's got brown hair. Um, There's a lot of them out there. What are you there. doing here, you dirty plant? What? Oh my god. He's actually racist as well. Get out of my way. Maybe I can change your mind with a bit of goodwill. Maybe I can slap you in the knackers. <laughs> Sorry. Knackers are bollocks. If you are unaware, everyone. And if you don't know what bollocks are, Google it. Just make sure you know with your partner when you do. Uh, or parents. Or yeah, definitely. Several mugs and beer dispensers hang at the pack both sides. Wait, what? Oh, take the fill. Take the fill. Take a fill of mug. And spike it with spores. Yay. That's the one. That's the one. 
Yes, the pack ball eyes you suspiciously. And I've got the charming thing. So I say, <laughs> pat the pack ball re reassuringly. Everything will be okay on the butt. Oh, there's we love. love. You. Oh, we found Aww. our new friend. We gotta take a screenshot with the pack ball. How about, okay, now hear me out. Next mount, ale carrying bowl. Except oh, that. Oh, that's thing. a good idea. The thing on top of it would have like a little table and a couple of big kegs and you and your friends could sit on it and ride it around <sighs> like a little party. I actually ball. think that's a really good idea. Yes, absolutely. I'm in. Leave the animal alone. <laughs> what? You can't. <laughs> <laughs> do leave the animal alone. Yes, definitely. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Christ. I've got your food rushes away from that bowl, so <laughs> Perhaps a drink would settle your nerves. <laughs> <laughs> People. They are the worst of, worst of us. Um, <laughs> all the best. Okay. It's getting wrecked. So, you're Wayne. I've heard of you. You're a famous gladiator from Lion's Arch. Oh, whoops. Let me buy you a drink to celebrate your upcoming victory. Nah, I don't drink before a fight without a good reason, and I don't drink alone. Oh, well, that's all right. I'll share one with you. Come on, just this once. What's the harm? Well, I suppose. Not like you twigs are any threat, after all. Bottoms up. Enjoy well, your cock monster. <laughs> wait, 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 what? <laughs> okay, so I got the mix of your sentences there. I think I heard Rook say, enjoy your, and then I heard Cock Monster. Enjoy your Cock Monster, have fun. Bye. No, I said, enjoy your trip, Wayne. <laughs> I know you did. <laughs> Oh, he's a bit of a dick, though, isn't he? Oh, he he's is, a no, massive sure. bellend. Absolutely. Huge jerk. Really terrible. Look, they just got hit by an arrow randomly. Uh, wait, what class Sad is he? Him. He's a guardian, isn't he? Makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <gasps> okay, Stop I'm sorry. That took a second. Oh. Excuse you, Jebro. <laughs> There was a rather long flash to bang there. There was. It took a minute. We got that. It's okay. Oh, what? Is that Mesmer like spinning up walks? That's flipping awesome. Yeah, it's super that. cool. Ooh, maybe we could get. Well, I guess maybe that might be a little bit too close to Ranger. Mesmer farm. Maybe, maybe something like. Um, oh, that's true, though, actually. Illusionist, where you could summon illusionary creatures. Clone animals. Rabidasura. <laughs> Oh, wow. What a rabies? <laughs> Interesting. Oh, we just, we just got to watch. Oh, okay. This is probably why I didn't watch. do this one. You have to watch as your actions and your sabotage play out in front of you in Wayne's first bout. I He's... think you can... I feel like I remember... Maybe not. I thought you could, like, talk to people while he was fighting, but I don't think so. Yeah, there's not much else going on, is there? Maybe Kai... Now this is exciting. Go join the commentator on the platform. Oh, there you go. Oh. Well done so far. Wayne looks tremendously disoriented. 
It's a shame the archers aren't as accurate as they are greedy. Oh dear. The walk attack worked out too. It must have been drawn to the blood. Ooh. Wait, what? So maybe it wasn't a mess for them. Okay. Oh, by the way, thank you for the raid, nerdy. Really appreciate it. Thank you. Hello, everyone. Mm -hmm. Did you think of Wayne's drug? Uh, what did you... Sorry, did you drink some of Wayne's drug? You must have been hallucinating. Uh, Wayne saw the walks too. All oh, right, sorry. Okay, I get it. How's that possible? Now that you mentioned it... Ooh, is that an iguana over there? <laughs> what? There's an antidote, but I'll have to make it. I didn't know you'd actually drink some of the potion. Oh, dear. Remember the old announcer still needs to be replaced. Get <laughs> <laughs> that younger Sura. Is it Ellie or Ellie? Wells, Ellie, to take this place. <gasps> I'll be back soon. I'm on it, or I will be. Why right. What? So you're also just me. tripping in a circuit. Oh my god. Now you've got to chat up the old man. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm going to watch. Lost it all. I can barely hear my own voice. Victory to Wayne. To Wayne, I say. Which one, which one are we going with? Maybe a bit of ale will refresh your voice. Your eyes are worse than your voice. <laughs> Give it up Ooh. a step down. Oh, I like how Jebro said in the commentator to step down. Yes, I was the Guild Wars 2 commentator. Get out of here, old man. <laughs> That's, that should have been an option. I have a bag of gold for you. Now, nah, would do the eyes are worse than your voice one. That's more funny. Some kind of bully you are. God's preserved me in my old age. I need a drink. Oh, God. I don't feel bad. I've got standing. All you need to do is step aside. What? And he turned into a mole? <laughs> you're hallucinating what? because you're tripping! This is amazing. You are tripping balls, that is amazing. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Let's go and get the other guy. Let's <laughs> love this. Alright. Why is everything on fire? <laughs> like, no! Because you Again? drank the focus beer! That old coot is no fire, no gusto. Even my generous ears can't hear his mumblings. We need a new announcer. Interested? You bet I am. I've been... Oh, I've been dying for someone to ask. <gasps> Set up my commentator hologram. Nice. Really? I just love how they integrated the story into this. It's such a fantastic example of how Guild Wars 2 can do action-based storytelling in this really fun, immersive way. You like put together the pieces, you're on an infiltration mission, right? You're not fighting in the pit yourself. So you have to like set these things up and then witness how they play out, but then it affects your actual experience of everything that's happening. And I think that's why it stood out to me so much because it's just so funny and surprising and you have those moments where you're like wait why did he just turn into a bird why am i talking about an iguana why are all those tents on fire yeah. and then you realize that it's because it's this actual immersive experience of the story itself and i find it so funny and so good it still sticks with me to this day i'm just wondering if there's any more there was like a little blobby thing that kind of looked like my graphics had broken it was checkered, and I'm wondering if that, if that is the case. Um, or oh, that was the idea. Okay, I'm sorting out the antidote. Yeah, that is that was pretty great. Hey, plant, hey, plant. Did you see them? See what? Did you see the wargs? Where did they come from? The wargs, the wargs, the wargs. I don't see any. I the tree wargs. What? I knew it. I knew I wasn't crazy. Here, drink this, it'll help. <laughs> oh, god. 
I think this is amazing storytelling, and considering that this is year one, this is the the, the year the the oh game God. released a decade ago. It's amazing. I'm on my own. Yeah. With oh the shit! We're coming. We're coming. <laughs> It's okay, I've got Thieves Guild going down, and I've got Wayne as well. Where's Gavin? Gavin! <laughs> illusions, Jebro. They can't hurt you. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you might hear me with his big sword. It's <laughs> 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 <This> too fresh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, God. The most suggestive, uh, filthy Guild Wars 2 podcast you'll probably ever listen to. It's not surprising, honestly. I'm fast as okay. Oh god, he is slow. Wayne is having trouble. He's super high right now, Jebro. <laughs> you can't just leave your super high not friend. I guess technically enemy. Yeah, <laughs> friend technically enemy. He's left me. Okay. It doesn't matter. If anyone's in any kind of a state, you got to look out for each other. You Even know? if they're a massive arsehole. Yes. <laughs> um. Doesn't mean you can't sellotape things to them, but they have to be home safe first. That's that. Yep, the... yep, yep. I don't know where the organizers found you, Char, but you're going down all the same. The last uh, guy who talked to me found himself talking out of his stomach. If you know what I mean. I really don't know what she means. What does I she mean? <laughs> talking out of the stomach. <laughs> She oh, cut a hole in his stomach yeah. like a mouth hole. That's Ooh. true. Next one. Wasn't that the same voice actor as uh, <laughs> Rick's still loving them? Uh, isn't that sounded like um thingy? Female char. Mm. Oh, I don't know. Um Rocks. Yeah. No. Hmm. No no no. Um Vigil. Almora. Yeah. Almora. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ooh, okay, okay. It sounds a little bit like it. Where's the commentator? Do this to yourself. You'll lose that coin as soon as Wayne gets in the ring. Maybe you're right, but I'll bet anyway. What's the harm in hoping? Why are you shouting? <laughs> Survive Wayne's final tournament bout. Oh, I'm, I've got to go. Interesting jokes. <laughs> I'm gonna cheer. TP tats. Who is firing? Oh, it's the guys from the top of the fort. Lord. Can you go in there and heal him? If, imagine if you could do that. I'd go in there and just heal him. <laughs> oh, yeah. Are they all checkered for you? Yes. Okay, good. My graphics are 
Because <laughs> that's Don't what worry, happens Dad. when the graphics are broken in the game, right? Like, you know. We're all we're all tripping with you. We're all okay. tripping with you. You are? Are you actually? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. No, actually we are. We see what you see. Can you see what I see? <laughs> Is that a Christmas song? I think so. <laughs> oh, my! I'm on fire! What the f Good oh my Lord. gosh. Wait, what's coming up? There's more people. Why is there so much going on? Jesus. It's the dredge. I don't remember this. I don't oh remember this either. I remember the, the arena, but I did the other option, I'm pretty sure. This is just actually what do you think? wild. I think it's great. What do you think this could possibly be? Maybe another hallucination? Probably. I mean, Go take drugs, really? kid. Look at this. Are they turning shit. into mowers as well? What the friends flip? don't let friends do fungus beer. I do not remember. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, no, I do not remember this. It's zooming out and it's just getting worse. <laughs> oh. Ah, there you are, bright eyes. Come on. The sword's waiting. I don't think I've, I don't think I did that one. Amazing. And a very early example of like um our first person kind of experience cutscene pan yeah. up from our perspective sort of deal. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because you did get that um dragons. It has a great little cinematic oh, okay. touch. That was cool. <laughs> so good. It's just such a good one. I really love this one. So fantastic. It worked. I thought we had no chance. Hang on. Kai, what happened? Where'd the dredge go? <laughs> dredge? Right, wow. That stuff was strong. Don't worry. The good guys won. Wayne fell over like a chump. And we've got Kaladvog. But the oozes. <laughs> oozes. And the dredge. Ooh, boy. We'd better get out of here before you start calling me Queen Jenna and thanking me for the tea. <laughs> That's that so was cute. Good. That was good. <laughs> Shaming Mr. Fire was quite exciting, though. I suppose you and the other things had other things on the mind on your mind. What happened? Where'd everyone go? <laughs> when was defeated by Freaks? I think that's how you say. Um, and a riot broke out among the betting folk. Oh no! And he calmed them down with threats via her hologram. Oh dear. Do you think I'm? Oh, okay, Ellie. Huh? Do you think I'm? Hologram magic would be useful. With a little help, she could utilize those holograms very effectively for more than just tournament announcing. Wait, what did- why was she in then? She's in more stuff, someone said in chat as well. Yeah. Up to Wayne. Wayne fell like a rock. I didn't let anyone take the sword though. Told them it was cursed and the superstitious lot fled. Nice. That's cool. I mean, it's just sad that he's still breathing. I know, right? Wayne, look at your life. Look at your choices. Oh, there's a cup. There's a cup here. Man's character is his destiny, though, so that's fine. <laughs> he's just literally passed out. Oh, he's not. He's mm. just doing sleep. The sleeping mode. Okay. <laughs> All right. Speak with the pale tree. I'm still like got the drunk kind of. Yeah, I'm still going. That the accent and stuff like. Doing the drunk kind of like, oh. that was pretty cool. <laughs> the whole thing was good. 
I, I, yeah, honestly, like every single story has been good so far. I've really enjoyed it all of it, honestly. It's the company, dude. It's the company. <laughs> I think maybe it is. Maybe it is. Maybe it is. The oozes, yeah. Yes, <laughs> the yes. I, I feel like any early game MMO experience really is enhanced by having just like playing it with people, playing it for fun, having a good time together. It's it's one of those things where I think no matter what, every single core part of an MMO, the first thing that was released, is probably always in the lifespan of an MMO going to at some point show its age if the MMO is able to, you know, continue that long, right? It's just the nature mm. of games. Even our favorite games, you know, there is a sense of age to them. But I mean, I think Guild Wars 2 was so forward thinking in so much of what it did that there are a lot of still really good memorable moments and great, you know, story beats and things to find and discover even in the core game. But of course, like, was this the absolute peak of their storytelling, the way that they communicated stories? No. And I think there are some parts where, you know, it's a little bit... Eh, a little lackluster and of course the great Zaitan fight at the very end that everybody talks about and that I'm sure we'll talk about when we get there. I hope Kurv's here that time because then Kurv can just unleash about it because they have so oh, many really feelings about that fight. <laughs> um, but it's one of those things where I, I really do think there's a lot to appreciate here. It's way better, especially with people or when you're kind of experiencing it all together. Mm -hmm. And the story does the way they do storytelling continues to get better, but you can see the seeds of the great writing, the sense of humor, this great lore-rich world. It's all here. It just wasn't at its like most polished yet. Yeah, and the mm. questions are being asked as well. Like there's the the idea that the world like it, it just kind of explodes for a lot of this, you know. And you're you're wondering, oh, who's this? What's going to happen here? Like you know, what was it? It wasn't last week. It was the week before when we were talking about. Um, what's his name? Oh, God. We were talking about... I can't remember what it was now. There's a storyline and we thought they were going to meet them in the future. Thingy from the other tree. From the other tree. Uh, the seed. Oh, Malik. Malik. Malik, Malik. yes. Malik. And we're, like that, like, you know, the potential of that. Anyway, I know we know where we are now with that, but like, you know, still. Um... Hopefully they do more things. It's not over until it's over, guys. It's not over until the weird Silvari sings mm. a song <laughs> with sixpence. And there's bats on the screen. Are you both in here? Yeah, definitely here for the bats, okay. yeah. Yeah, no, I love that artwork. That's just a nude, buck-naked Silvari with little butt cheekies out. I yeah. mean, Silvari may or may not be nude a lot of the time, depending on if you consider things like the cultural armor to be separate garments or just the way the Silvari grow their own garments. <laughs> but... Their garments, I think. We have the knowledge. Mm -hmm. oh, strike. Welcome, Herald. Join yeah. our circle. There is much to explain. Oh, we're joining the circle. <laughs> the circle of la... <clears throat> Greetings, my courageous Herald. I have heard news of your victory. Kaladbolg is returned at last. It was difficult, but worth it. Wayne's been punished at last. Herald, my research at the Priory proved fruitful. I know where Mazdak the Accursed was buried, and I believe I know his next target. He's planning to attack a human town known as the Ascalon Settlement. If we don't stop him, he'll wipe them out. Mm. He's attacking mm. Ascalon Settlement. 
They're a peaceful area. They have very few defenses. We've got to stop Mazdak. We have the soldiers. If the Pale Tree would allow Kaladbolg to be born into battle, the Vigil can destroy Mazdak. All it takes is firepower, courage, and a direct assault. You always think in a straight line. Look, Mazdak's forces will have to move through the Centaur tribes to get to Ascalon's settlement. Why not turn them against each other and take down two birds with one stone? The Order of Whispers could do that easily. I know where Mazdak was buried. The Priory could explore his tomb, get past the traps, and find a way to destroy the Lich while he slumbers. It's mm. the logical approach. This Lich must be destroyed. For Rianok, for Tyria. Listen to me. The Orders wish you to join them. If you do, they will lend you strength. With their backing, we can defeat Mazdak. It is your destiny to fight Zaitan. Joining an Order will help you achieve that goal. Choose wisely. Herald, I place Kaladbolg in your care. Decide how to defeat Mazdak, and know that the hopes of the Grove go with you. Mmm, so now we have to join- now we have to join one. Yeah. Well, we, we, yep. we're doing- we're doing the Tybalt one. There's no question. We have to, don't we? That would be silly if we didn't. We would have choice here, but I mean, I guess <laughs> if you want to just strip us of all our free will, Jebro, and force us into a certain I thought path. we already decided this. I mean, yeah. if you just want to make it so that we don't get to talk about it or choose something for ourselves, I mean, then yeah, I guess we can I just I mean, we can definitely talk about it. it. Let's do that. Let's, talk, let's do a talk about it. Which okay. one should we choose, everyone? That I chap. think we should do Whispers. <laughs> what do you think, the Crichton Herald? I've got no dog in this race. I've played them all. They're all good. I like them all. I got no dog in this. I'm I sorry. Think Rip I'm was making a joke. I was. <laughs> what? Oh. Because the light breakers. <laughs> and Tibble. Oh. Well, yeah. I know. I know. It's. A... I don't. Honestly, though, I don't care. They're all great. They really are, and the characters in them are great. They've, they've all got like paths leading out them. More stories. So yeah, I'm agnostic. I'm a light bringer, but you know, you gotta go with the flow. I am pansexual, so there you go. <laughs> hey, fellow pansexual! Being Parts pansexual is very relevant to which order we pick in Guild Wars 2. I absolutely <laughs> so. Pansexuals definitely. Oh, this is a good question. What do we think pansexuals? I would say whispers, but I actually feel like, from wait, my wait, perspective, wait, wait. pansexuals would pick Priory. That's my. <laughs> but you I think don't know. so? I don't know. Maybe. Don't know. Anyone else in chat want to? <laughs> Wait, maybe not. Actually. Weigh in in the comments <laughs> or... Yeah, in the comments or whatever. Uh, <laughs> which? <laughs> that is interesting, though. To think about. I, I do personally, having done all of them myself, and I think it's really it's up to choice, right? It's up to everybody's preferences, but. Hmm. I did feel ultimately like there was a reason that Tybalt as a character is brought up so much in the community. I mean, it's funny because I think Tybalt's loss is something that I see people mourn far more than almost any other character in this game, oh, yeah, which absolutely. is kind of wild when you consider that characters that were arguably much bigger characters than him have died in this game. 
and yet you still hear the community chant about Tybalt's death. And it's funny because for all that you really only spend a couple missions with your trainer, which is another thing where it's tough because I, I do feel like some people are gonna connect really deeply with that and then feel that loss at Claw Island just as deeply. But then I think many other players may not really connect with that loss in a really deeply profound way just because you do ultimately spend a very short amount of time with these characters. But they have great little tidbits about them, and I did Priory first, but having done them all, I feel like Tybalt's character is just so immediately likable, and he communicates so much just kind of about these distinctive little things about what he does with his apple booth and everything where you just get such a sense of how he operates within whispers mm -hmm. you get such a sense of his personality you get to go on this like buddy buddy mission with him where you do this ridiculous thing and you have this really silly like drinking story you can talk about like i think there's a real sense of camaraderie that they really efficiently made with him very quickly Mm. And then with Priory, I think you get maybe a slightly lesser degree of that, but you still, I think, have a good connection to her. Why can't I remember her name right now? Saren. 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 Saren? Saren, isn't it? No. She's... C oh, Sierran, Sierran. Yes, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. <laughs> you were just saying it in a way that I didn't... Yeah, no, you're good. Sierran, yes. Um, I think she's still likable, and there's a good connection there. I mm. feel like poor... Poor, sad Forgal, really, like, he had some great character beats, but I just feel as though he just does not communicate much in the time you have with him until his final moments. Mm. So I would say Tybalt and Whispers personally, just because I think it's maybe one of the best pulled off of the three, but I don't know, what do you two think about it? I think, I found Tybalt to be quite, it's strange, he looks like a gruff old char. Yeah. He's such a, he's such a kid. He's so, he's exactly. fallen over his own feet. He's so naive mm -hmm. and so sweet and so open and so like eager to kind of do the right thing and do the best thing. I, I found him incredibly like in ch I, I wanted to look after him. You know why he's the best? You know why he's the best? Because he's the most genuine. Yeah. Out of all of mm. them. He's the most like, genuine. Emotionally vulnerable. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. we can, the reason why we connect to people, and this is a big part of therapy as well. The reason we connect to people is vulnerability. That is where we do the most connection. When someone is vulnerable and some, when someone is able to be vulnerable, and it's like why people connect to this podcast as well, because everyone's been very vulnerable in here at very diff different times. It's a very unique set of people we've got in here that come on and that is how you connect with people that is how you connect with characters you can, or you can also connect with characters that are you know a little bit more mysterious and everything else yeah for sure but like vulnerability is one of the biggest things that you that draws in connection and draws people in because that and that's mm. what the authenticness of people is and the genuineness because we all seek genuineness and we all seek to be our authentic selves and when you're not your authentic most authentic self you are not going to be happy in this world it is just mm. the ultimate truth because you cannot be yourself which is why so many people who are creators and artists and musicians have so much going on in their lives and so much depression and everything else because that's another that's another thing but like Tibor is just on the he's just unapologetically doesn't give a crap about really how he's seen by anyone and i'm not sure that's purposeful i think he's just 
innocent, like you said, you know, and he's just mm. a fun, interesting per Like, he's just unique in this world as well. Mm. There's not really many mm. people like him, other than maybe Farron. <laughs> Who's yeah. not the same, uh, but there is, there, he is just authentic and genuine in a way which, like, he's just obviously fake. <laughs> I don't know if that Farron, makes sense. Um, yeah, Farron is the other side of the coin. Tybalt yeah. is sort of playful, innocent, open, but highly intelligent with yes, it. Yeah, Whereas Farron yeah. is a huge Dumbo dinglehead. Exactly, yeah. And you still <laughs> and know it, also, though. Yeah. Emotional and open. Mm. <laughs> yes. Which is weird. Tim, Tim, nice but dim. This is. Tim, Tim, yeah. nice but dim. Oh, I remember that. Also, God. apologies. Mm. I thought I muted myself when I had to cough, but I did not actually successfully hit mute. So sorry about that for anybody's ASMR listening needs. Oh, I didn't I, hear my you. bad. You're fine. <laughs> okay, cool. You're fine. I, I tell really you what. Like you, <laughs> I think that people bounce off Kate because of exactly that, because she's so closed up. And she doesn't share, and we we in in order for us to care about, they have to let us in. If she and because was a plant, she never lets her guard down. Yeah, that's true. That's true. She's a cactus. Um, yeah, <laughs> I love that. I, Kate is. You're right. I think that is probably a big reason why players initially bounce off of her. And I love the journey where you actually do get to see her open up over the course of the game and through the relationship mm. that she forms get mm. to a more authentic place and more trusting place. I think maybe some players might be set against her. I know I I did not care for her because she stole my dragon egg. I've talked about that on the podcast before. I liked her at the start. Sure. Then she took my dragon egg. And then I was like, you will be my mortal nemesis from here on out. And then eventually we reached the current day, which is that we were enemies to lovers. And now canonically, she's my wife and we raise a dragon child together. We're both dragon moms and that's what we do. And that's great for my commander. And I love it. I think it's great. But I think Kaith is a character you have to give yourself permission to get over and change your mind on because... I love, my, some of my favorite characters are characters who don't show you upfront who they are. And of course, you can be charmed by characters who do, mm. but I think some of the characters that long-term resound so much for me are the ones where you do get to see that opening up and that journey, because we all put walls up no matter what. Even if we are somebody who generally is very open, there will be moments where we have those walls that we, for whatever social situation, feel the need to put up or a, a performative kind of behavior for different groups or people. So I think that we all can resonate with the idea of what it means and how valuable it is when you start letting those walls down, but other people also care enough to support you and get to know you that you can get to that place and you can know people more profoundly. So I love those prickly characters. I think they're great. <laughs> I mean, it's also nice that we get the opportunity to forgive. I think a lot of, of MMOs are very much on the, on the engine. Yeah, let's just chop his head off and just move on with our lives. I've got 17 heads in my bag. You know, there's there's room for more. And I think it's nice that, especially in, in Guild Wars 2 and in, in 14, there's a chance for, for people who have fallen, who have made poor choices, to actually try to make some sort of amends and have some... And I, I like Awesome. Let's pick this thingy-majig. Yeah. We, uh... We've walked for long enough. Let's just get to, <laughs> let's get to the story. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Let's do this. Okay. 
<laughs> the Order of Whispers could use another cunning agent. Ready to fight the darkness. Will you join us? I'm interested, but first... Nah, let's just go. Let's just do it. Let's just join you. Good. <laughs> hey! I'm not gonna read it. Ooh, Traherne is coming with us as well. I'm still not joining your order, but yes, I will lend my aid. <laughs> Traherne. Oh, Traherne. Oh, there was never any question. We were always going to do the Order of Whispers, everyone. Sorry, yeah, no, no. <laughs> that was always going to happen. It's the Lightbringers. We've got a flipping emote of Tybalt. It was, we were just talking about it for the sake of conversation and because it's important. And we had a good conversation about it. We had a very good, we had some very good conversations today. Loving it. <laughs> okay, where are the F are we going? There we go. All the way to Gendaran Fields. I like Gendaran Fields. I like the human areas, actually. Under some of my favorite early zones, anyway. Mm -hmm. Some cool this stuff. Kind of, as we were moving to this next point, I was thinking in my mind, oh, it's been a little bit since I was at the Whispers base. And mm -hmm. I was thinking about that and then thinking about each of the different orders and the kind of base locations that you have for them. Mm. So that's sort of where my mind went in, the, in this gap that led me to this. But I do like a lot of the starting zones. I do like the settings as well. I think maybe the vigils is the most, th their actual location of the headquarters itself feels the most perhaps visually uninteresting of the three because it's just kind of if i remember correctly like that sort of ballista and there's you know like a parapet but when you compare something like that to when you go to the priory and you see this massive structure perched on the edge of a mountain with this mm. hall of floating tablets and all this stuff right it, it definitely feels a little bit uh less distinctive perhaps but i had this thought just now i wonder now that the the threat of the dragons is over. Do we think that these groups are going to be operating kind of independently? Because eventually they did become, you know, the Allegiance, and we were part of this, obviously, with the Pact and everything else. But I wonder if there's they'll either kind of just do their own thing and follow their own pursuits for a while, or if they'll actually come together in this larger kind of group that's been made and if we would ever see some kind of new headquarters that would be some new monumental place that they built i guess eye of the north kind of ends up like that but that would be some new testament to the three orders operating together i don't know i mean i would love to see a continuation and and some them brought back into the story with a mm -hmm. purpose i've said this many times i feel like they're kind of like an unutilized um resource and i would i would love that but i don't know um am i gone the complete wrong direction i haven't <laughs> maybe i got i got waylaid by a clockwork night and i was like oh the music and then it was like the the really like yeah i don't know Can you i mean get... i think in terms of like story i think it's it's whispers who has the most potential but then again i mean i would love to have like adventures with the priory going and, and doing an indiana love that so yeah. you know quick and rook ride my turtle. has been massive oh sorry no no, no <laughs> don't apologize i was just asking uh rook to get on my tail just i wanted to see the guns go off sorry continue um oh, yeah. Harold. I, I was gonna say i think we've had a lot of almora and the vision anyway 
in the mm. story. So I think I think that that kind of arc, at least for the time being, it has kind of come to a satisfying point. It, w- it would be interesting who is going to take up the the mantle. Is Laurentia going to now? He he actually persuaded Almora to to make the vigil because she mm. kind of fell into grief after she lost the her war band, the Soul War Band, in 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 the when Crag awoke. Um, and it was kind of him that brought her round, but yeah, I mean, I, I would love to see that the orders actually be made whole, actually have purpose in the story. So fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Look at my tail. You got a friend, look. Your tail, friend. <laughs> the firing on this tail is so good as well. Very good points, uh, Phonic. Sorry, I wasn't listening. I was just the tail. Was like... why, is, why is he transparent? He's transparent. Oh, oh because you're walking it's, through it's... him. Ah, okay, okay. Super Adventure Box, Turtle Skin, it's very good. But yes, I I agree. It's one of those things where, I mean, at this point, with all the other possible future factions and stuff, of course, I don't think narratively we really need to circle back to these hugely. But because it is something that is so, at least initially, impactful in how you kind of identify yourself in the world and the plot and quests that you kind of go through... It would be nice to see where they go from here, but I'm sure with this new kind of expansion cycle, it does seem as though that would give them, again, like we've talked about, more of an opportunity to be able to have just sort of a season-esque style of here's a little bit of a revisit to the our roots where we started at some point in the future after we set off on new adventures and things. Because, yeah, there's a lot of questions. Who is going to take over? And with a lot of the organizations... I feel as though they and their purpose will have been changed by all of this to some degree. And now, because the dragons have been such a driving force for them, what will they do? And will this lead to greater, you know, unity in the world and a larger protective force long term, I guess? Excellente. Let us go (laughs) forward and adventure further on our random mounts of awesome. A tangle of weeds. Oh, we get it. Maybe, I don't know. Mini season that's with our mentor doing more unorder stuff, like a flashback. Oh, yeah, that's interesting. <clears throat> I'd be mm. up for it, as long as it was lots of Tibble and not so much the others. <laughs> well, I mean, they've got the viewing pond that they can use. That's true, that's true. There you are, initiate. Are you ready to cause a little trouble? Order of Whispers style? I'm ready, Kai. Where is everyone? The village looks nearly empty. Whisper's agents pulled a few strings and caught in Seraph Lieutenant Locum's gambling debts. In exchange for a clean slate, he's ordered the village evacuated. They'll only be gone for a little while, but in the meantime, we'll meet with the Harathi Centaur and convince them to come to the settlement. We're going to turn the town over to Centaurs? How can that possibly help defeat the undead? I see where Kai is going with this. Think like a spy, not a soldier, my friend. It's a trap, of course. The undead will storm the village, and when they get here, they'll fight the centaurs. Once the two groups have decimated each other, the Seraph return and retake the town. Locum looks like a hero. And in the confusion, Hmm. we three backstab Mazdak while his army is otherwise engaged. That's my kind of fight. It's a cunning plan. Let's get started. (laughs) 
It's a deeply unethical plan as well. <laughs> yeah, well that. It reminded me of Black of Blackadder, you know. More cunning than a fox that's been to Fox <laughs> Cunning University that's also knows someone who has also been in a cunning university who studied under the Professor Cunning, who also is cunning. <laughs> and oh my god. Amazing. If you've not seen Blackadder, it is the best. Um, I think that was in Go Forth, actually. Very good. Any girl who wants to strap herself to my railing suffer a jet. Must evacuate. Evacuate? But this is my home. All of my things are so good. Things can be replaced. Lives cannot. Champion, can you make her see reason? Wait, what? That's you. Go. Wait. Was that? That was weird. He's like, champion, can you make us see reason? And then someone went, uh, was that someone? That, was that one of you lot? Or was that a character in the game? Did anyone else hear that? No. <laughs> it was like, stream, tell me you heard that. It was someone, someone went, uh. Yeah, bro, did you have fungus, fungus beer? No, we no looking. fungus beer. I swear, I swear someone's character did that. Maybe I mean, it might dog. have like a, I don't know, kind of sound of you, like a, I don't know. Yeah, that's what it was. That's what it was. Was it you? I don't know. I, was like, I swear I'm going to watch this part. If I did it, it was absolutely subconscious. It was you asking a question and me just without even thinking about it going, oh, maybe. Oh. Wait, 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 wait. There it is. It's isn't in the clips. Okay, there's proof. Go and watch it. Someone check. Leave me alone, it's too dangerous out there. I can't leave my gold. There's nothing out there worse than what's about to be in here. Centaur's undead. Foolish human, you dishonor yourself and your ancestors. That one. My answers, yes. My answers, my ancestors, yes. They fled Ascalon so we'd survive. I can't throw that away out of stubbornness. You're right. Well said. Find a hiding place and be a stupid human over there. Oh no, that's not the word, sorry. And a ceremony, you know, when all is clear. Excellent. Sorry. Humans are great. It was in game, Ooh. see? Ooh. Oh, yes, definitely in game yes, sound effect. That was funny. It was the time. I, like, I don't think I made a sound. I don't remember Jebra asking me a question, but maybe. It was just the timing of like the thing. It was like. Talk to this uh, person. It was like, they don't scare me. <laughs> They're just centaurs, and we've beaten them before. Why this was. I was just taking a friend. Oh, hold on. Let me do the. We'll let the dialogue go. Oh, okay. The centaurs are not the problem. They are the solution. Slaughtered? Are you threatening me? I'm not scared of you either. Harold, handle this fool. Sure. I pair her like an apple. Ooh, cave. Ooh, cave. All right, girl. I was just going to say, I was taking a friend through some of the human zones recently because he just started playing Guild Wars 2 and I was like, can mm -hmm. I help you through? And one of the things that caught my eye and just did again as we entered in through here is that actually these zones are really pretty. And these the, are, yeah. the kind of floral stuff that they've worked in, especially in a lot of the peaceful settlements where there's all these beautiful flowers and gardens. I was really impressed out. because I think some of the other zones are a little bit flashier than the human zones, mm -hmm. but there's so much small detail. Like this apple tree bowed over the well over here with these little flowers scattered around it. And it's really oh, yeah. pretty stuff, honestly. I like these. Mm -hmm. I really like these. I like the first human zone, honestly, to be fair as well. And there's a lot to it. There's a lot of different 
uh, creatures. And it, the reason I remember it so much is the first wild boss that you come across as well. Just because that memory time. was pretty cool. Do one more sweep for mm. stragglers, then get to the safe zone. Yes, sir. So lock sure can trust these silver in the four shoulders. You don't have to trust them, Sergeant. As a member of the Seraph, you only have to trust me. You have your orders. Understood, sir. Ooh, what can I do for you? Homes and livelihoods are to risk. I hope your order knows what it's doing. I know it's a sacrifice. This is a necessary one. Yes, all the things. Get the holdouts. Holdouts? Oh, out of here. I heard some commotion beyond the east gate. You'll need to attend to that too. Thank you, Sergeant. Now get to safety. You soft human. This boy's coming with us. <laughs> um, okay. No. Yeah, cow. He's not coming. It's Wayne 2. <laughs> the sequel. He's running away. Look. The ghost on, of Wayne. Wayne. Flip Haunt off over there. Even now. Yes. Pirates! Let go of my things, you dirty sea rat! Wayne was too uh, influential to the humans, apparently. Oh, they could have been Aether Blades. Ooh. Oh, that would have been fun. That would have been interesting. Well, I guess the pirates and the rest of it should have been like... This is, feels weird, being a thief as well. Sorry, my thought process just moved. Of being a thief with Caliborn in my hand. Do you also have it as well? Or no, you don't. Oh, no. I feel bad. I'm sorry. How dare you have the thing the game put in your hand for this mission? <laughs> I know, right? It should give you all the sword, though. Although it'd be a bit, like, immersion-breaking. Oh, there's three of them. Cool. <laughs> Why do we have to worry about that one then? Someone else had one. Greatsword Thief would be fun. I see Zero in the chat talking about Greatsword Thief when? And yeah, right. I mean, they did it with Mesmer. They took an illusionist magic weaving class and gave it a greatsword and used that to create a really innovative and interesting and unique playstyle in regards to what you usually see with class identity and weapon identity in MMOs, right? Mm -hmm. So I think you could totally do something with Thief with that sword. I don't know how they would use it or what they would do with it specifically, but I think they could with a greatsword. Absolutely. Because they've got, like, the, all the elements here, I guess, in different classes. That is far enough. You said you wished to bargain. Speak. I reckon it's going to be, uh... Noctis expects us. Hmm? Do you want to explain to him why you turned us away, hoofface? <laughs> you may enter, but walk with respect, or you will never leave. Okay, we must RP walk, then. I get it. Oh. <laughs> That's a respectful walk. What I bound my RP walk to, I'm sorry. Uh, backslash. <laughs> no, it's not a backslash. Oh, yeah, it is. No, it is. Yeah, that's the default. Oh, look at this creature. This oh, I love it. I love it. Look, we drew it in the little triangle. That wasn't even on purpose. Oh, well, you know. That was so I'm good. Sure I Ford accident, I know how to create a scene. If you do, you do. Professional streamers right here, you know. <laughs> At least she is. <laughs> you are too now. You did one. You did one real good banger of a stream with me, and you've done some on your channel as well. Go there, Centaur, and claim your prize. The humans are fleeing into the hills. The spirit tells truth. The village is undefended. Gallop to the human settlement immediately. Bless you, spirits. The Horathi will long remember your deeds. The Harafi. Hinterlands. We will mm. attack with you. Kill all humans, especially Wayne too. 
<laughs> he must die. We definitely did not help out here with with the centaur human relations. In fact, we really did do a truly bad thing by tricking the poor centaurs and then leading them to get massacred by the undead. That's not gonna help. That's not gonna help in this long history of warfare, attrition, and misunderstandings between sentient races. Yeah. I mean, the Order of Whispers is really just a CIA, so, you know, I mean... Wow, that makes no. sense. <laughs> Banana Republic woohoo, I don't know. Do oh. <laughs> we go in with them? Oh, we're just following them. Do we clog yeah. the doors? Oh. <laughs> Oh, I'm picking up the boulder. Where's Have my... Have a boulder. Wait, what? <laughs> Everyone just got a boulder. I'm uh... ready for anything. Oh. <laughs> the town is as silent as death. I mean, to be fair, they did come here under the pretenses of slaughtering a whole innocent village, I would assume, but... Yeah, humanity is an inverse the of species. Upon Ascalon <laughs> settlement. We'll need to work together to hold Very much this. like in the real world. <laughs> okay. I really wish we could see undead centaurs. Do we see undead centaurs in the game? I don't think we do, do we? That's something. I don't remember any. Yeah, I think we should. Undead centaurs are the best. They're the best centaurs. I mean, look, I would also, there's no way they would ever do this because no game has ever done this, but we talked a lot about Tengu, new new possible race. I would mm. gladly take Centaur as, like, get some updates to the Centaur models, give us the Centaur yeah. playable race. Of course, I don't know how you would do that. Probably wouldn't be able to wear most armor, which in point has been a huge conflict with the fact that there's a race that they introduced that can't wear hats or can't couldn't initially wear most hats. But in the case of something like centaurs, I feel like I would be way more forgiving of something like that because you literally get to be a horse human. Yeah, you know, but the thing, a there, there's a problem though, Rook, okay? If they're gonna wear pants, do they wear them on just the front legs, or do they wear them on the front and the back? That's the problem. I mean, I think all pants would just have to become some kind of saddles, like you Saddle. can see on them. Like you can see on them, they have. And you could be of, the new mount. <laughs> or the saddles, you know. Yeah, I guess yeah, that's true. Maybe you can't wear pants. But the trade-off is that you can, top, yeah. your friend can ride you. <laughs> and you can be a one-person mount without ever needing to get mount acquisition in the game. That'd be a trade-off I'd be willing to make. What, what game is it where you actually go really, really fast rather than you mount? I, I think it was, um, what was that? Crowfall. So that you could get, I don't know, maybe it wasn't Crowfall actually. I think you could ride on a mount, or, like, or if you were the centaur, because you could actually be centaurs in that. And you you wouldn't go, you wouldn't have a mount, because it would have been weird being a centaur that was also on a mount. <laughs> that would be odd. Um, but you would just run faster, like you didn't have a mount. That's true, you wouldn't be able to have a mount. Um, mm. Yourself, you would be the mount. Maybe you just have different skins and outfits and stuff. There's a lot of mobs in this. What's maybe, going on? maybe you could, yeah, you are. could um, transform into the mount itself rather than being a rider. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. 
Mm. Maybe. I like our conversations though, they've been so random. <laughs> <laughs> we're not getting centaurs, guys. I mean, come on. We're not, we're not, we're not. We're not. Maybe we're one not. day. Dwarfs, dwarfs though, dwarfs. That I will will this into existence as well. <laughs> to I be fair though, I have always really hoped that from these core story core zones, right? I have always really hoped that they would do some kind of story arc with the centaur and that we might see something like peace with the centaurs and some characters, even side characters that were centaur because we've had, I mean, we have legendary centaur stance, right? Ventari, we've got, we have the history as I literally look at it right now on my Revenant bar of there being centaurs that worked peaceably with others. And the centaurs really do feel kind of like they get even less than Skrit or Dredge or, you know what I mean? We really don't have much other than kind of a holdover from Guild Wars 1 with the centaur and some of the things and characters that kind of make up the world. So I've always kind of wanted to see more with them and have them kind of deal with the fact that they're a whole sentient faction, but, you know, are constantly being slaughtered and I mean attacking too. But still, I, I would like to know more about them and get some more with them. I agree Mine. totally, but I also realize that we need to move to the other area. Otherwise, we're just going to continuously be doing the same oh, thing over and over again. There. And I just noticed I it on the map and then I noticed time. chat and I was like, don't spoil the fun. <laughs> <laughs> I just, you. You, you just triggered my memory. Uh, I think in the first game, I remember there being a centaur member of Order of... Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Chat, huh. back check me, please. <laughs> yeah, I think there was. I, I, I remember them being part of like, because you, you basically collect heroes, don't you? Mm hmm And I think that this is one of the heroes, and I think that they were a, a member. You're cutting yeah. out a little bit, I think. I don't yeah, know. yeah, yeah. Sorry, 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 sorry. A member of... A member of... The Order of Whispers, yeah. Um, ah, I see. I remember a specific storyline where we had to help them. Yeah, there we go. Ah, I can... Oh. Interesting, yeah. interesting. Yes, yes, see? Little Grey Sals, yes. Ah. <laughs> awesome. But you... I would love that. I would love for them oh, to have a more guy. active role, because they do seem like a very... I mean, it's so sad. They get screwed nine ways from Sunday, you know. They really do. I mean, even if we wanted to go to parts of the world that we've never seen before, we could have something, you know, I, I don't know the actual lore behind the origins of the centaur, but there could be, you could maybe do something that would be interesting with, you know, being like, hey, here's a homeland or, you know, here's a whole offshoot of centaur and they've fully inhabited this part of the world and, you know, here have a really advanced civilization or something. And then you could have some discussion about, you know, their kin that are off back in the mainland and how they've been treated and stuff. So, like, you wouldn't have to completely just only deal with the actual centaur and human lands that we have. You could still push things forward and take us to new places, but have them still be a race that's present in the world. Mm -hmm. I mean, there is a, a world boss that you actually get to um, go and uh, interact yes. with. Right. And there is a lot of cultural information and things and interactions and jousting and that they kind of tribals quite nicely play if you have a run around to that true, true, true. okay mm -hmm. 
Let's finish this. Let's go on with this. We've been going for a while here today. <laughs> okay. Wow, Master help. the accursed is dead. By the blade of Kalidberg, Rianok is at last avenged. Well done, initiate. Your cunning and nerve really threw those undead for a loop. I'm proud you're a member of the Order of Whispers. Now, for the rest of your initiation, go to Lion's Arch. There, you'll be contacted by an apple merchant. <laughs> Meet with him to get your first formal assignment. Thank you, Kai. You can count on me. Kaith, you're so quiet. Are you injured? No, I'm thinking. Rionok died before he could fulfill his wild hunt. He failed because he was alone. If we wish to fight Zaitan, we must not let fear or anger force us apart. If we do not find a way to defeat the dragons, Tyria will be destroyed. Tell mm. me, my friend, do you think... Do you think it's possible for people to let go of their differences? To unite? Our dreams inspire us, Kaith. We must never give up hope, or we give up the dream itself. Then mm. I must also go to Lion's Arch. It is time to call together Destiny's Edge. By your leave, my friend, I'll return Kalad Bolg to the Pale Tree. I'll be sure to tell her the tale of Mazdak's defeat. Will I see you again, Trahern? Yes, I'm sure of it. Our wild hunts are linked, my friend. We will need one another. May your path be filled with adventure and joy. Until we meet again. We're getting loads of little like kind of chills and stuff watching this. It's like pretty cool. Like, I'm enjoying this. Like it's actually very, very good. Very, very good. Yeah, there was loads of like kind of one-liners in there, and I'm like, oh, that's pretty. That feels pretty good. Yeah. Do you do you want to save meeting the apple seller until the next? I think. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. You think so? Yeah, we can do that. So. Yeah. Yeah. I'm up for that. Seems like a good point. We finished up the little like. Pallid Bulg arc here, and then we can get started or, with the action. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, 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 that makes sense. Yeah. We just unlocked, I just unlocked uh, Explorer Ascalonian and Catacombs. Yeah, well, we're not doing that today, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I got dinner to make, Jabro. I know, I know. One day, I'll get everyone. Well, I guess three hours. That's true. It's <laughs> like hanging out of your all your faces. And yes, we've got to get to level 40 because that's the next that's the next step. So level 40 is the next step we're going to be going to. And that was really good. I enjoyed that a lot. Um, the... Oh, God, I was going to say something as well. The bit about Destiny's Edge as well, but like also just hinting like, do you think we can ever reunite after being blah, blah, blah? Do you think you can ever have arguments and come back together and be as one again and all this kind of stuff? And kind of almost hinting at like, will you be the same as like Destiny's Edge in the future? Like, can we like kind of not repeat this cycle of kind of groups coming and of, you know, dissipating and basically how Tyria relies upon the um the unity of uh, all these different races and people to come together otherwise it's doomed mm. basically it's the power of friendship <laughs> <laughs> as they say but yeah no it's very meaningful and, and it's pretty cool i like it good stuff I'm very what, what are we thinking people what are we thinking did you did Enjoy you think it? that you'd be this into the like the the boring old personal story what for the silvari yeah I see the thing is is that I I've always been I've always enjoyed the Guild Wars 2 story. Silvari just the race I'm not massively 
into i am very much enjoying like the calibog story has been very good i'm glad that i picked the female silvara as well because i'm really liking the voice act um it's jennifer hale right um yeah. so she's very like, good the goddess that is yeah absolutely amazing yeah and it just and it, it like the the good idea the ideas of like you know heart forms coming up as well just just playing through the game as well like at, at this rate and just taking in the story and talking to all of you and then Boots is all, and Kruf as well are all having different ideas and just the conversations that's coming up around it is really good because I've not really done that before. I've, I've played games on stream, but it's very different to have the chat and then have people in voice comms talking about it, like just reacting to things and just being like, oh yeah, this, oh yeah, that. And I don't remember stuff. So it's really good to have like both of you here and just remembering everything about this. And I'm almost experiencing some of this for the first time because I don't remember playing much past other than the one part you need to unlock for the achievements mm. i don't think you need to finish that bit i can't remember maybe you do but i don't remember picking any of those options so i i played a bit of content there that is new to me i'm mm. pretty sure cool. otherwise it was very old but I'm, I'm really enjoying it like i even though like it is older and everything else like i'm still really enjoying it it's just, just really in. fun it's Evo just completely overrun I don't know, nostalgia is a big thing, I guess, as well, you know, mm. there is that big part of it, but it's it's been very fun, like, I, I'm not, I've always wanted to learn more about the lore and MMOs, I'm, I, cause I've, I think I've always been one of those players who does typically kind of, I don't rush, rush through, I'm like middle of the range, kind of like, oh, listen to the things, but I'll kind of think, I'll just forget them after a while. Um, I love the zones and I love exploration. I, lo I love map exploration. That's one of my favorite, most favorite things in these games. And Guild Wars 2 is very good for that. They always release new maps and I love that part. But I rush through a lot of the stories sometimes. I forget it. And I'm mm. connecting to it more now, which is really helpful. Um, so yeah, thank you both for, for giving me all the info as well. So I hope, hopefully our listeners and viewers feel the same. <laughs> um, I'd love some no, feedback I mean... for sure from people if they're enjoying this. I know there's less there's less views because it's not always about the news and it's stuff we've always mm. it's already been done. So people are just like you know they're not getting as much attention as the one where we've got news about things and we're talking about new stuff. But like I've really and these have been some of my favourite episodes honestly, really good. It's funny. It's always the way the videos <laughs> that, that are the least successful are some of the favourites I've ever made. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. That's how it goes and i mean it i think it's always a little bit tough because right when formats for podcasts versus formats for something like a let's play series mm. and those audiences can be pretty different i'm the mm. kind of person where if i am into a game and i'm sure many of you listening and many of us too are the same if i'm into a game I want all the content for it. I want the mm -hmm. lore content. I want, you know, the end game content. I want the podcasts. I want Let's Plays. I want, I, I like having all those different formats. And I think it's fun too, to get to shift it up, you know, to change what we're doing and get to play together in game, take some adventures. And this is such a perfect time in the game 
to go back through and really look at things like, hey, what really has it been like these 10 years of story? And can we even refresh ourselves so that we can be more on top mm. of it, even in our discussions on podcasts That's and it. looking at 10 more years of story? And what does this bring up along the way that organically we might not always think about big picture, but in the moment, literally playing the game that we talk about, we have it right there and we can go, oh, yes, this. And then we can mm -hmm. talk about those little facets that we just all sit down with our tea and our dirty jokes that exactly. we don't always have come to our mind immediately because we're not really playing in the moment in the game. So I enjoy this too. And today really flew by and it's been fun. I'm excited for some of our, you know, podcasty podcasts coming up too. But I think this is a great time. So encourage people, watch it, check it out, even if... You know, you think initially, hey, this isn't traditional podcast format, but I think this can bring up a lot of things that you can even request for us to talk about in future podcasts. Yeah, I think that's the thing, isn't it? It's like we could, we've got some stories there and some even features and different bits and bobs that I would like mm -hmm. to talk about for sure in future. It's good. Although it is I, really... I feel like we should veto toothbrushes. <laughs> I think that that, that Just is... Just get rid of that. I, oh no! In, oh, into sorry. The sea, is, into the sea. There is a toothbrush emote coming next next show, yes. <laughs> wow, <laughs> and it's just in a hole. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Oral hygiene is important. That's true. Make sure you're brushing it's twice true. a day. Oh God! <laughs> you sure you're brushing twice a day in the same way. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Maybe I should get um, Gears to Dome to do like a little toothbrush with us oh, in the yard. No. <laughs> no. Please. Oh, please. If this was just before um, <sighs> April Fool's Day, I would have done that. <laughs> that would have been funny. Okay. That is going to be it for this episode. I think um, majority of. Uh, and then, then I thought next, do you want to kind of end with anything as well? I'm not sure if you kind of. I mean, I've got quite a lot of like law about the order of whispers and the story behind it and Ryosa and Varish Osa and there's a whole load of lore dive into but that but I mean seeing as we've joined the order next week yeah I you think know we can bring it's that, that there's no huge lot like news drops mm -hmm. there's so much lot and it's so so good and it's Abaddon lore so that's the mm -hmm. best kind of lore so now that sounds good to me all right yeah sounds good all right we're going to be back next week, everyone. Thank you so much for watching. Fornax, let us know what you do, where you do it, where we can follow you, all the things. Yeah, I'm Fornax. I make Guild Wars 2 and other content now, officially, this year, uh, for other games. Um, mm. Over on YouTube, um, I occasionally do beautiful here. Um, and it's the Crichton Herald. Everywhere you are, anywhere you go. That's Even if you're walking Fornax. out in the street, just shout it out. Yeah, just like <laughs> call my name and I will. Your avatar <laughs> will works. be there. Like it would yes. just, your, it would just pop out of the ground and go. Like, like, uh, <laughs> what is it, Mama, Mama Yaga? Yeah, just yeah, three it. times and oh, I come gosh. and I eat your heart. That's 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 what happens. The Candyman? Is it Candyman? I can't remember. <laughs> Mama Yaga, she's like a, yeah, a yeah. Oh, ethnic yeah. monster. Oh yes, yes, oh. yes. Nasty old lady like me. Yeah. Number four. <laughs> 
Thank you very much for coming on, Fornex. Great stuff. A uh, you've not touched your tea in three hours and it's still boiling like a volcano. So hopefully that's still Magic. hot for you when you get up. Awesome. <laughs> I didn't even get to use the box. Fuck. You did it. Anyway. Oh, no, you, you, did, you did it earlier. That's, you did once. You could have pulled them out. You can Is use it... them more next time. You can use them more next yeah. time. I'm playing the game. I'm playing the game. That's my problem. Anyway, carry on. Bye. Sounds like an awful problem to have. <laughs> awesome to have you here again, my friend. Can you tell us a little bit about what you do, where you do it, and the things? Yes, absolutely. Thank you for having me yet again. I love getting to spend time with everybody and do the podcast, and it's always a great time. So I hate to tell you all this, but I lied earlier. My stream is not a good Christian Minecraft. <laughs> It's a family-adjacent, sometimes even spicier, but still passionate and upbeat MMORPG stream. We mostly play Guild Wars 2. I know, thank you for the head-exploding avatar reaction for Nax. Uh, it's, I play a lot of Guild Wars 2. I play a lot of Final Fantasy 14. I love both games. I love MMORPGs, and I do podcasts for both Guild Wars 2 and 14 as well. You can usually find me two to three days live on my channel, and then on Fridays here on the Lightbringers, and on Saturdays over on Aetherite Radio, the Final Fantasy 14 podcast I do with Gamer Escape. You can also find me doing a variety of content uh, on YouTube, which is also rookery. I'm rookery everywhere except for Twitter, where it's rookery underscore and you can find me at a lot of shoutcasting events recently hosting casting uh, getting a chance to really dive into that aspect of mmorpgs and connect with the communities around them while usually raising money for some really great causes so keep an eye out keep an ear out if you follow me and you know see that i've posted something then keep an eye out for anything about events coming up that might not be specifically on my channel but that will still be a really great time and bring some insight into stuff so awesome everyone thank you so much as well for joining us again rookery legend everyone please make sure you come and chuck it out chuck out check out the channel twitch.tv slash jebro uni where we have this show pretty much every week we'll have one more. we're gonna have a show next week we won't be having one the other the week after uh, I am doing something very selfish. I'm getting my tattoo uh, touched up. So, like, <laughs> it's getting touched by people. They're just going to come along and then they're going to touch it. Um, my tattoo, not my toothbrush. And <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about anymore. Um, YouTube.com slash Uni as well if you do want to check out the podcast episodes. VODs. VODs are also on Spotify as well. Um, and you can listen to it on iTunes and all the different places. Wherever you listen to podcasts, you can normally find this MMORPG podcast for Guild Wars 2. Lightbringers, come join us next time. We'll be doing more story, unless there's some massive news thing, which, honestly, probably won't be a thing. <laughs> we never, if I say that, then it will be, so I'm hoping so. Um, otherwise, we'll see you next time on the Lightbringers podcast. It'll be episode 48, I think. Yeah. Of season two, which I don't know when the next season is going to be. It's just... <laughs> whatever it feels. Maybe when we start the new expansion cycles. No, oh, we need new artwork. <laughs> All right, peeps. Take care and have a fantastic biscuit time. Good evening. <laughs> <laughs>